If 30 states have used a software that has already proved to be a glitch of 6,000 votes in one balloting area, and now you've got over 30 states using it, lawyers should be, for the campaign, in every one of those jurisdictions demanding the fix and demanding a, re a manual recount. Post-election litigation is important to protect the integrity of the election process, as the president said, and to protect the Constitution, frankly. Hey, is this fucking, what are we doing over here? I have something to say. Oh. Arnold. Well, that's not very interesting. Noah Beaver. Hello, testing. Check one, two, three, four. Caleb Stevenson. Yes. Because this virus essentially was invented. Abs and a six pack. Yeah, maybe Michelle Obama like might be a man. I don't know. Uh, smoking weed, drinking vodka. Would a bad set of boobs on a nice girl be fine, or would a bad set of butt on a nice girl be fine? I will flat out shoot you in the fucking face. What the hey, fuck is going on? It's Wednesday, November 11th, 2020, and we're joined by Ping Trip again. Thanks for coming, buddy. What's up, buddy? I didn't know Polly Shore was hosting the show. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, Crunchy Weasley. <laughs> I can't try to do Polly Shore without laughing. Peanut butter jelly, man. Yeah, I can't do it either. Weasley Crunchy, bro. Weasley, now, but you, you're harshing my vibes, man. All you got to do now is like cry and act sad. And then that's that's the Polly Shore impression. <laughs> Complain about how you I've used to be so felt, famous. I've uh, I've never been I've never felt more sad than watching that video you made of him walking around his house, like taking <laughs> shots, and it's fucking in black and white. I was like, oh my god! It was sad like watching it. I was like, I, I got to make this into some sort of psychological, deep, sad, fucking. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I really fell for the guy at that time. I was like, somebody needs to like, say Alec or who, who's the bald one he worked with, Stephen, right? Like, come on, Stephen, where are you at? Go, go hang out gotta, with Paulie. Dude, yeah, somebody's gotta help him out. And then when he was, was on Joe's show, he was just telling Joe about how depressed he is because he was so happy to be starring in movies, and now he's not starring in movies. And <laughs> didn't he say he was like bigger? He was like, I like I started that whole comedy. Oh, he started MTV. Movie. Yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah, but he, was, he was like, I started all the Adam Sandler type movies. Like, <laughs> it's like settle down, dude. You you were in in the army now. Okay, that wasn't that bad of a movie, but it, it wasn't exactly groundbreaking. No, he was also in the one where, uh, fucking, Brendan Fraser's the caveman that they unthought. I never understood the appeal of that movie. Everybody loved that movie when I was a kid. And I was like, this is the dumbest fucking movie I've ever seen. Thing. Yeah, I liked yeah. in the army now. Um, even son-in-law, I thought was stupid as fuck. In the army now, I don't know. I liked it because it had David Allen Greer. I think I always liked him. That's the one with Andy Dick. Yeah, Andy Dick and uh, that that chick uh, from Army Girl or whatever. That, you know that badass chick that always shaves her head. <laughs> I don't. I have no fucking idea. I just, dude, I uh, actually reached out to Andy Dick because it's like when COVID started. So I was like, Andy Dick ain't got shit going on. I think he's sober right now. He'll probably come on the podcast. And he was like, yeah, man, I'll come on the podcast. And I was like, sweet. And then he gave me his cell number. And then he didn't and show then up. And then ne <laughs> never fucking talked to me again. I was like, okay. Yeah, dude, celebrities are so horrible. They're horrible it was just, I mean, it was funny. I, I was just like, I was like, it was just a shot in the dark. And then all of a sudden, Andy Dick's like, yeah, I, I would love to. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to get some like crazy Andy Dick stories. 
Yeah. And then <laughs> just nothing, nothing. He just gave me a cell number and dipped out. I was like, why'd you fucking give me your phone <laughs> I didn't even ask for it. Dude, like Weird. most of these people that have had any kind of fame, like if you ever book them on your show, just have a backup guest because a lot of them never show up. Oh, <laughs> they're yeah. Fucking, they're fucking horrible at that shit. That's been my experience, dude. Like they're not. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame they're, them. It's not like they're paying them. <laughs> well, they're just too cool, you know. You got to do everything on their time. It's like right. you want to, you want to come on at four. We'll do a podcast at four. So, yeah, and then you know, four o'clock, they're not there. And then four forty-five, you get a message like, "Oh, sorry, bro." Oh, yeah, you know, it's like, "Oh, we'll do it at 6. And I'm like, "Dude, but I told everybody we're gonna be here at four. <laughs> you know, kind of everybody's waiting. You know, oh, yeah. sorry, bro. You get a lot of that. Yeah, I've you been. Know? I just recently started live streaming. I mean, it's like pretty much all our views are coming from uh, Spotify listens anyway. So it's like, I ain't worried about live, like doing it live is like pretty low stakes <laughs> because it's like, I'm going to have, I'm going to be able to edit if something goes horribly wrong. So, but anyway, yeah. yeah um, but that's, that's the fun part about doing shit live is even if it's bad, it's good. Sometimes, sometimes the worse it is, the more entertaining it is. The no agenda guys will do the best live to tape production and it's just incredible. Like if something happens, they'll have to like edit a part out, but they'll keep going live the whole time. But usually, I mean, they have that video. I mean, they have the episode posted with like new artwork for each episode within half an hour of the show ending. It's well, fucking, shit, Adam like, Curry's been doing it for so long. You yeah. think eventually you get good at it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, they've... <laughs> That podcast started when Bush was president. So, so what do you think? Who's going to be president, man? Um, you said something pretty interesting to me a couple nights ago, which was that you think um, it might be part of the plan to have Biden declared the winner and then Trump squeak it out at the end in the courts. That way it causes, I mean, that is the way to cause the maximum amount of civil unrest. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at the some of the people behind the scenes like like soros for example china their ultimate goal is to china. cause as, as as much chaos i would say as they can you know and civil war would probably be pretty good for soros in china and it just seems like the 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 the, the cheating the fraud was just so obvious like you don't need to be a genius to see it happening live when all of a sudden just votes start going down for Trump, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden it's 89%, 92%, back down to 87%. It's like, wait a minute, they're finding new votes? You know what I mean? Like the, the fraud was so fucking obvious that it's almost like they know they're going to get caught and they don't care. Yeah. One of my and favorites maybe... was the video of the like Republican, uh, I think it was a Senate race or something. It was on local news, and then when uh, the Democrat votes went up by like a certain amount, and the at the exact same moment, the Republican votes went down by yeah, the no, exact they, same amount, and it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> they literally switched them. There were points yeah. where they took away a hundred something thousand for Trump and added the same amount to to uh, to Biden. It, it's so weird, man. And um, you have to explain that shit because to me, that's something weird there. And then. Just delaying the vote in the first place the way they did, you know, it's like, oh, shit, we're way behind. Now we know how much we need to catch up. OK, well, we're not going to count anymore, guys. We're going home to sleep. And then all of a sudden These they start counting. crazy. Yeah. You know, and it's all Biden votes. It's just like, OK, 
uh yeah it, it's just and then you know this mo this uh mail-in votes it was just open for this kind of shit you know once you allow this kind of shit it's just bad so i don't know we'll see what happens man i think every day it's looking better for trump to win a like a legal victory in court um especially when you you look at all the unconstitutional changes like the the pennsylvania supreme court did mm -hmm. that they're not allowed to do it's supposed to be the legislature and you know of course if that gets to the supreme court how, how what else are they going to do besides throw that out otherwise they're not doing their job so it's starting to look pretty pretty close to a worst case scenario of uh trump winning in court and then the left burning down america yeah but is that worse than building back better and having <laughs> like chinese globalists run us no, is that worse than Biden being president? No, short term, I, mean, I, I, I would take short that term. Over. Short term, I think a Trump victory might be worse, but long term, I think it'd be better for the country. Well, <clears throat> I think this would give Trump everything he needs to just say, fuck it, I'm, I'm going all out. Like, we're going to take the fight to them this time and actually start locking people up. It looks like thousands of sealed kinda, indictments the kind of softball bullshit he was doing in his first term, kind of just sitting back and taking the punches and not really fighting back. You know, maybe right away he's going to start fighting back. And if he starts locking people up and uh, I mean, to me, you have a grid, a good case for election interference against a lot of media outlets against Twitter, specifically Twitter. Mm -hmm. And um, I think if Trump wins, we're going to see some shit like that. We're going to see some charges for election meddling or whatever the fuck against some of these big tech companies because that's what they've done, man. You know, they deserve to be punished. <laughs> they deserve to be held held accountable for their election meddling because it's just no other way. There's, there's no other way to see it other than this is extreme election meddling from big tech. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the uh, Steve Pachinik and all these military guys? Like, it's kind of QAnon-ish, but it's like, yeah, yeah, this whole thing was a sting intentionally to yeah, draw them out in the open to cheat. And we have trackers, including GPS uh, and blockchain. And the, all, every, every ballot has a watermark, every real ballot. And yeah, it's so... It's, it's horseshit. Yeah. Then why is Steve Pachinik saying it? Is he part of a big side? I mean, if I remember right, I wish I could remember specifically, but doesn't he always say stupid shit that ends up just people forget about it afterwards when he's wrong? And then he comes back a year later and says some more crazy shit turns out he was uh, wrong he was right about seth rich i think i don't know like i don't i can't think of an example offhand but well david knight thinks he's full of shit yeah <laughs> i follow david knight david knight's constantly talking shit about him uh, i don't think it's true because um i just don't think it's true i think my first response was it's too good to be true because that would mean that there's actual competent government officials working mm -hmm. to protect and secure our elections and i just don't believe that's the case <laughs> well, Adam Curry yeah I think you're right but Adam Curry interviews Pachinik a lot yeah I'd and, love it uh, to be the case man that'd be great and he's he said Pachinik staked his reputation on on uh that whole mail-in or sorry yeah all the ballots being watermarked and tracked and all that I and hope it was he's a right, sting dude. operation so I hope he's, uh, right. he's Adam said it was to the point where like Pachinik staked his reputation on it so much that he's like, if Pachinik's wrong about this, then like I'll never talk to him again. Basically, the thing so, with me is like we don't need that, you know. 
I don't think we need that. There's already enough just, proof. Yeah, I just think we need audits. You're not just right. recounts, but audits not by the same people who did the counts, obviously. You need to somehow find some sort of third party that's, you know, not going to be compromised by their their biases and uh, get in there and audit. You know, I mean, honestly, I think some of these uh, elections should be thrown out altogether, like Pennsylvania. Um, unfair practices. One county has an advantage because they're allowed to do um, what's it called? Uh, curing. Right. Whereas another county is not allowed to cure. I mean, that that election right there just needs to be thrown out. What is and, curing uh, exactly? Curing is when they're allowed to fix the ballots. Like so if they have a ballot and procuring, uh, procuring. No, it's just I'm curing. anti I'm anti curing. A lot of people are broke. Sorry. No, I'm anti curing too. I mean, <laughs> procurinate. Yeah, I mean, basically, basically, Stupid just so, so, so you know, like if somebody puts in a ballot and uh, it's not properly filled in or whatever, they can take the ballot and properly fill fill it in, which sounds nice on the surface, but the implications would mean that it just make it easier for people to cheat and and take uh, ballots where. Oh, it looks like uh, there's a piece of dust here, or is that a pencil marking? I don't know. Let's just fill it in. I think he wanted to vote for Biden. You know, yeah. it's just so. But if you allow one county to do that, but not another county to do that, um, then yeah, that's not a fair election. You know, just yeah, if you allow poll watchers for you know, if in one county you have Democrat and Republican poll watchers, and then in another county you only have Democrat poll watchers, you kick out the Republican poll watchers. That's not a fair election anymore. That election needs to be thrown out completely. What do you That's think how about I feel. That? Yeah, I agree. What, what do you think about that Postal Service guy, the Project Veritas dude? That, like, the, I think he, he got fucked over big time, dude, because I'm still – is it still on Twitter trending? Uh, they had it at the top of Twitter trending for the longest fucking time that, oh, the, the, the guy recants his story. Yeah, Washington Post, he recants yeah. the story. And then, like, the videos <laughs> keep getting taken down of him saying, like, no, yeah. I did not recant. <laughs> I mean, that tells you how bad they're trying to hide this shit. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's. I feel bad for these lefties that are are so happy right now because, <laughs> you know, maybe I'm wrong, dude. Maybe there's no way Trump can get this taken, uh, overturned in court, and get a lot of these votes thrown out. But I, I, I'm, I, I think he really has a good chance of doing it. He's got and, a case, uh, but the Supreme Court might stab him in the back. It's possible, man. It's possible, but um. I mean, are you going to do what's right for this country? Because we have to make a statement. Otherwise, this is going to be the norm going forward. And if people can't trust their vote, then people are going to get violent. If they can't trust that, that their vote means something, then like, what, others, what other choice do they have other than to get yeah. violent? So Tucker did a real good piece on it. Uh, yeah. But it was, it was like the long version is him saying... Basically, get what what you just said. Like things are going to be really bad if we can't convince everybody this was a fair election. But yeah, the well, problem the is, thing. you yeah, can't. If if Trump wins in court, it, it doesn't matter how much overwhelming proof there is. The Patton Oswalts and the Mark Hamels of the world are never going to believe yeah. anything. They're going to go. They're going to think like what we think now. Like we think our vote was was uh, not counted properly because of all the illegal votes. But they'll think, well, my vote didn't count because Trump's president and we won the popular vote. So, I mean, they'll feel the same way. They'll feel disenfranchised. But um, yeah. And and the thing is, you can yeah, you'll never be able to convince them uh, that there was fraud. You know, you just you won't because I mean, look at their what they're reading all day. 
for the reading from the from all these fucking major uh, media sites. It's just like propaganda that's going to cover for it, and, and they'll find a way to spin it so that uh, you know it was uh, minorities being disenfranchised rather than people trying to cheat an election. Yeah, minorities being disenfranchised, even though even though like record support from minorities for a president, <laughs> for a Republican yeah. president rather. Yeah, you know, they'll spin it into racism and fucking white supremacy. You know, <laughs> it's what they do. It's what they it eventually do. it's it can't keep working. I feel like it's already not working. Well, this is why we're getting a lot of minorities in the Republican Party, because, yep. I mean, there's a lot of woke minorities, man, that, that, you know, they see the writing on the wall. One country actually Actual represents woke, not like fake woke. Yeah, you know, one one party actually represents what's best for America, and one party is uh, basically bought and paid for by foreign interests. So, pretty easy, easy decision there. Yeah, and the left, from the bottom of the food chain to the top, and it's a generalization, it's not all of them, but a lot of them are openly... Okay. They, they don't hide their hatred of America. Yeah. And yeah. that's really makes me mad. Yeah, it's that's the scariest part, man. Is is it seems like a globalist thing, right? Where like like just being sovereign and not having open borders and bowing down to fucking the UN, you know, makes you bad. Well, yeah, I got I me. Mean, we got no choice. We'll just have they've to. They've done a the good UN. job uh, framing the narrative. Yeah, yeah. And the I, EU, I said this to, to Dean Reiner when he was just on, but it bears repeating. Like, I did. I didn't understand until last week. Like, how could anybody vote for Biden? Like, it just makes no fucking sense. Like, everybody has to be informed enough to know that he's just a fucking Alzheimer's patient, horrible, corrupt candidate. And yeah. uh, my mind was immediately changed when we went to Cleveland's Dome, like this hike up to the highest point in the Smoky Mountains. And outdoors, in the sun, there were hundreds of people there, and over half of them were wearing fucking masks. And I was like, we're fucked. I was like, we're fucked. It's like, no wonder, like, Biden could have won without voter fraud if this is like a representative demographic I don't of think half that's the people outside poll. in the sun have fucking masks. I don't think that's an accurate poll, because I see a lot of Republicans that are wearing masks, just because nobody wants to be the guy that goes, why aren't you wearing a fucking mask? And then, yeah, but and outside in the woods, dude. Yeah, if you're going to be around people, a lot of people just don't want trouble, you know. So even though they may be anti-mask, they're just going to put it on so that they can go about their day without being the guy not wearing a mask that gets pointed out. Man, we don't even have a mask, man. I was in the courthouse and didn't have to wear a mask. Yeah. And my tags renewed. Like, I don't have they, to wear you, a mask at work. You, you might be right. I mean, I would say if you see somebody wearing a mask in a situation where you're not supposed to wear a mask or you don't need to, that would up the percentage points of them being a lefty. But I wouldn't say you could say 100%, you know? Right. I guess my, my point wasn't, my point was like, uh, like the brainwashing works better. I always think like most people think like me. And then like I see something like that that reminds me other, yeah. <laughs> like puts, puts me in check and goes, oh, okay. Well, they're in an echo chamber too, right? So they're not seeing all the shit about Biden that we're seeing. They're seeing little snippets of an old, nice old man, old grandpa eating ice cream, <laughs> you know, and then they cut away. Like Warren Buffett, ice cream. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they just, 
they, they've care they carefully show only what is good what looks good for Biden you know to his to the lefties so yeah I mean they could they're gonna vote for him but the problem is I just don't think there's that many people that would actually vote for him I, I think I think there was a lot of fucking fake votes for Biden I, I'm talking a lot yeah. I think if, if I mean take the, away, this idea that he got way more than Obama did it's like come on yeah I I think he would have got if if it would have been an honest election. I mean, I've been pretty accurate. I've been 100% accurate throughout my whole life being able to tell who can win an election. Have you ever been wrong when you think about, like, like uh, August, September, coming up to an election? Have you ever been wrong thinking about who's going to win? Most people are never wrong because it's oh, not dude, fucking rocket science. Oh, dude, I was convinced science. Hillary was going to win. I thought it was totally fucking rigged. So. That, one, that one was different because we were just coming into a new landscape of fucking media propaganda that people weren't really used to, right? But I was very aware of the propaganda. You could see it. Like if, if you're if you're paying any attention to what's going on, you can see which candidate is really getting the support throughout the country. You oh, can just yeah. tell. You know, like I knew well, Obama. Just was look at the win. rallies and the amount of just yard signs and flags for Trump yeah. all over the place. I mean, there's a lot of different metrics. You, you don't even have to like really think about it. Just go with your gut. You know, it's it's pretty obvious. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think he would have even got as many votes as Hillary Clinton got in 2016. Yeah, I agree, for... because a lot of people, after they fucked over Bernie the second time, a lot of people were like, fuck the DNC, and you didn't see that in the numbers. Dude, his campaign was the most garbage fucking bullshit campaign ever ran, and they're going to say he got that many <laughs> well, votes. And he's, that, and he I'm not the first speak. person to... Yeah, I'm not the first person to say this, but... People have pointed out, well, it's like no wonder he didn't fucking campaign or even leave his basement because he fucking knew he didn't have to. <laughs> and it was well, rigged for him. I think, yeah, they knew that they they had that in their back pockets, the rigging. But also, it wasn't good for him to speak because he couldn't speak. So the more he would speak, the more evidence you have of a guy who's suffering early onset dementia or whatever the fuck. You know? So he just... I mean, when you got somebody that's suffering from dementia, what do you do? <laughs> You hide them away, you know? You don't let yeah. them do a lot of long-form interviews or long conversations. So it's, <laughs> You give it, him a teleprompter it, when he's is doing interviews? <sighs> you tell him, talk piece. about Medicare, and he goes out and says, we're going to have some great bite of Catholic care. To cover. What was the so other if, one? If I was to, if I was to uh, gun to your head, if I was to put a gun to your head and force you to bet all your money at a casino on who's going to end up being inaugurated in January, you're going Trump. Oh yeah, I'm going okay. Trump. I'm fifty fifty at this point. I have no fucking idea. Like, I know the argument is that there's too many votes to get back, but my argument is the fraud is too obvious. Yeah, the, but my argument is I don't trust the fucking Supreme Court as far as I can throw. Yeah, but don't we have the numbers now? Yeah, but man, I, ACB and Kavanaugh, like these are. These are like pro Patriot Act people. Like they, especially yeah. Kavanaugh, he seems like a deep state guy. I don't know. It's very, it's very likely you're right, but I, I'm holding out hope that they that they do the right thing, because uh, yeah. I mean, constitutionally, there's a lot of shit that they're trying to get around with this election because of Corona, and you just you can't do that. I don't give a fuck. Like to me, I'd get rid of mail-in ballots altogether. You know, um, absentee like. Solicited ballots are fine, 
but unsolicited ballots once they're you're just mailing out millions of ballots it's just fucking retarded dude just every voter just mail them out yeah it's just isn't it just fucking awesome how that just just perfectly timed with the mail-in voted votes for the because of covid right before the election it's like yeah to me this is what covid was all about dude yeah. They, they saw the writing Definitely on the wall. Definitely a piece of it. They had, you know, if you remember early in the years, the Democratic primaries, none of those candidates picked up any steam from that. If anything, everybody looked like shit coming out of the Democratic primaries. And they just knew they didn't have anybody that could compete with Trump. So this was their backup plan. I think Tulsi could have actually oh, yeah, won. No, in a real, if in a she real, got the nomination. Yeah, but they can't, they don't, they Tulsi ain't going to play ball the way Joe Biden is. They need somebody like Joe Biden who's willing to sell his soul. Uh, you know, you know. Joe Biden's not even going to play ball. He's just going to fuck it. He's, he's going to lose the ball and they're just going to pick it up and run with it. <laughs> I think, well, Joe Biden would sell his kids. You know what I mean? There's nothing Joe Biden wouldn't sell out. So I think Tulsi. Did you, did you fucking see he brought Hunter Biden up on stage after he fucking <laughs> did a victory speech? Oh, my God, dude. I That's was like, a, what balls? A fucking crime family dude it's 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 sad man it's sad like that that this is where we're at where we're literally literally dealing with the corrupt little cabal that's trying to steal the country out from under us and take us in fucking dark pathways sell us to china take us down dark ass world uh roads man because i mean you know they're gonna lock down again because Oh yeah. I mean, these people get in control. Once again, every fucking policy decision is going to be bad for America and good for the international community in China. And um, that's just sad. That's sad that you know, especially when we got to taste four years of somebody actually trying to do shit that's pro-America that actually the helps first, Americans. The first president who was actually making his own decisions since Kennedy, probably. Yeah, yeah. You know, and. That's just they can't they can't put up with that. I think a lot of their fears. Another reason why they are going so hardcore after Trump is because yeah they don't control him, and he is not. He's not in the swamp with them, so they it's, there's a risk of leaving him there because they might just get locked up, you know. Like that, I think they have a real fear of that because, let's face it, they're all corrupt as fuck. Yeah, I got a uh, I got a clip of what to expect in the incoming. Biden administration. <laughs> it's good news. Oh, but look, American billionaires got $434 billion richer during the pandemic. Yes, it's that great reset. And, uh, you know, they've got giant super yachts and jumbo jets, but you get nothing. And it's for the earth, so it's better. It's their earth now. They're going to clean you off. They took it over through fraud and scams, and now they've got election fraud, and you're not going to do anything, so they're just going to brush you off. I'd hope Trump could win and we could hopefully turn the tide back quicker. But you know, Revelation, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> we, but we've got to build and be faithful and wake up as many as possible. And it'll get so bad that even those that are delusional in the end will wake up when they're being forced to be euthanized, when their children are being taken, when half their neighbors are dead from the vaccine. And they'll just finally go, oh, what's... And by then, it'll be drone armies, robots, uh, nerve gas, helicopters flying over, nerve gassing everybody because they've got a mop-up plan. So they're going to hit us with different waves of bio-attack over the years, locking us down tighter each time. It's on the way. That That is what's scary, man, is that you know that 
they could easily release something a million times worse than COVID if they wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah. As Alex said, and I think correctly, this was a shot across the bow, firing a blank just to show, hey, for anybody that's smart enough in power to know what actually is going on, and there's a lot of people like that, that was, the- hey, motherfuckers, we can fuck shit up. This is just uh, <laughs> basically just flexing their nuts. It's so confusing, though, because sometimes I still wonder if COVID is even fucking real or if they just took every pneumonia and flu case and just conveniently somehow made it come out as COVID or create a new diagnosis for it. Because, I mean, flu just disappears. And then the amount of COVID cases are right in line with how many people would be getting the flu. Oh, yeah. Well, I think COVID is so fucking weird. COVID is real and you can test positive for it. But like almost nobody has any symptoms because the body doesn't even... It's like so not deadly. Well, I've and heard so, all this, all this but shit. But I think about it's the... a real thing because, like, haven't like scientists looked at it under a microscope and said it was made in a lab? I mean, I know several I have, but I've heard nobody's actually isolated it. <laughs> That's what I heard. But I don't know. You hear so much shit, you don't know what's true or not anymore. It's, yeah, it's fucking but, uh, so hard to tell. Yeah, but I've heard that the tests are like testing for certain RNA sequences in your DNA that can be there for all these other different things. Like you could have recently just had a fucking regular cold yep. and you're going to have those RNA sequences in your DNA or you could have had cancer or AIDS or, I mean, there's all these different things. So I don't know. It's just, well, that's because it's a cold virus with HIV uh, delivery system and genetically inserted into it. If you believe the Nobel peace prize winning uh, yeah. scientist that says like this was made in a lab and then Dr. Francis Boyle and all these guys, but but where did the flu go? The, yeah, no, exactly. It's not deadly, so they just count everything else as a like. Didn't the CDC announce they're not going to count any flu deaths or track any flu deaths for the rest of the year? Because no, I guarantee you, anybody that has excuse. has the flu, they're lab- labeling it as COVID. If you tell a hospital like, "Hey, you're going to get some money every time it's a COVID patient," what fucking retarded hospital is going to say somebody has the flu? It's all going to be COVID, right? And then the ventilator, you get even more money. Um, so, but yeah, no agenda has been breaking people. down. Yeah, no agenda. Adam on no agenda has been breaking down fabulously the PCR tests and how it's literally like a throttle or a switch that can dial up and down yeah. when they want to because it's yeah. how many rotations of the, or cycles on the PCR test. So really, even they played a video on no agenda of Fauci or a clip of no agenda on no agenda of Fauci saying uh, on a podcast. <laughs> funny enough, Fauci was like. Yeah, you never want to do above 30, 35, especially use way too many rotations because you'll get a false positive. And now, like, everybody's like, we need 40 cycles. Yeah, they know. Exa- so, now they know how to get a false positive. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, fucking, it's it's so fucking obvious. Not, not and just then that, but two days the after Trump gets elected, Fauci says Trump's going to have a mysteri- uh, surprise viral outbreak. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what the fuck? And with the lockdown, the hospitals were losing money, dude. Like one one of my family members, I don't want to say who, but he's like a he's got a uh, what's the name of the position? Like a managerial position at a very big hospital, and um, they were dead, man. Like they were sending nurses home, sending doctors home. They couldn't like they were going out of business because nobody was coming yeah. in. So you're going to fucking find a way to to make some income, and if you can just say somebody's got COVID. All of a sudden, that's you're generating more income now. So, I mean, anytime you give a financial incentive to do something, uh, magically it's going to be done, you know? Yeah, and it gets it, – I just get so pissed off when people I know will be like, 
cases are way up. It's like an out goes like it's a surge because cases are way up. It's like, yeah, cases are way up. Deaths are way fucking down. And you remember how they were counting cases? I know here in San Antonio, uh, what they would do is if you got COVID, you tested for COVID, they'd be like, so who have you been in contact with? How many people <laughs> did live at your house? Did you do you have a maid? Did you go eat anywhere? Did you go do and any? They won't test all those 50 people you came in contact with the last week, but they'll put them in the fucking case. Pool. Yeah, they'll count them as positive. Yeah. I mean, Assumed positive. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's the biggest fucking scam ever. And I've talked to people that think like, oh, yeah, after Trump's gone or even better is like, oh, yeah, like, you know, after the virus is over, like they're like, they're, like the lockdowns will end and the mass mandates will end. I'm like, get ready for 10 fucking years of this until enough people finally say this is bullshit because this is I mean, it's never ending until enough people just fucking civil unless, disobedience. Unless we get a hero that fucking this is why I, I really wish Trump would come would have come out and said we cannot do the lockdowns. I'm going to create an executive order or whatever the fuck he's got to do because they're unconstitutional. So that makes lockdowns illegal. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. You know, we have a first amendment. We have a right to assemble, not just to protest. We have a right to assemble for whatever the fuck we want to assemble for as long as it's peaceful and we're not killing people. You know, that means you can run your business. That means you can meet up with your friends. That means you can leave your house. That means you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's protected in the constitution. Yeah. So, it's illegal. It's illegal to tell people they can't leave their house. It's illegal to tell people they can't open their business when they've committed no crime. And um, nobody's come. These politicians don't come out and say it. it's because it's no one gives a fuck about the Constitution anymore. It's like they're happy every time they can get rid of some other fucking right that people have. You know, it's it's just it's sad, man. It's really sad. Trump's I know a lot been, of people in this country are fucking sad right now, and I'm yeah. sad too. So yeah, well, I. Th- there's hope, but not if everybody's fucking just going along with it. Like, yeah, like I get like, yeah, wearing a mask or yeah, like doing all the social distancing bullshit is like good if you want us to have a good standing in society, but it's not fucking helping us in the long term. Yeah. But yeah. Trump's been fooled a handful of times. He's been duped, I think. And now that it's not it's fucking a horrible look, in my opinion, for him to be bragging about how quick he locked the country down, like in those debates he with Biden he did. Yeah, it's like I, mean, I had to lock it down. I saved millions. It's like, dude, fuck. It's like, I don't. And he just, he just. There's been a handful of times that he, I feel like he, his heart was in the right place, but he just got fucking duped because he had too many jackasses talking in his ear. Yeah, I don't know he's, who he's surrounding himself with or having him make decisions he, like that. He was still behaving like a typical politician trying to get good headlines written, and it's like, dude, they're not going to write good headlines about you. Like you're you're trying to do all this shit to appease this left wing media that no matter what you do, they're gonna make you out to be Hitler. You know. Did you read that dude? Dude, I read the craziest tweet today. This dude Andy Slavit, he said uh like uh, about his kids. He says, this is a, this is a thread. I'm just gonna read you one part of it. Then there's the matter of college kids. We have one. I love him. So this is about how to stay safe from COVID, right? He goes, we have mm-hmm. one. I love him. So I mean this with no disrespect. Stay away from them. Keep them away from the people you love. Shun them if they come home for Thanksgiving. Have them sleep in the garage. Have their masks wear masks. Could you imagine being Shun this dude's kid? Shun them if they come home for Thanksgiving? Yeah, could you imagine being this dude's kid? And, 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 and he, this is his kid. He's saying, keep them away from the people you love. Imagine. 
It's like, sorry, son, you you can't come home for Thanksgiving. I'm, uh, I, I got to keep you away from the people I love. Cause you're, 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 oh my god! You fucking the governor of California saying like you're not allowed to go have any family gatherings for Thanksgiving. You're not allowed to sing above a certain speaking volume. Oh. And then he's like, and, and then he, uh, what else? He, oh yeah, rat out your neighbors. We'll give you rewards if you see your neighbors having holiday gatherings. It's like, this is it's crazy. It's Yet like somehow, Orwell couldn't have fucking dreamed of this shit. Somehow people are still overwhelmingly voting for that party. It's very suspicious to me. It's very yeah, suspicious how California's elections have been rigged for a long time. Yeah, man. That I, combined I think with most all of the Republicans cities, left. I think all these Democrat-run cities have a blueprint for frauding the election that they all follow. And it all has to do with uh, illegals voting, mail-in ballots... They got all these different little tricks up their sleeves, man. But uh, once they're in control of the of the election, you can kiss it goodbye. Yeah, as soon as its state turns blue, it never turns back because they don't play fair. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know how we fix this shit, if, especially if our votes are getting fucking lost in the cesspool of fucking illegal, illegal votes. What the well, fuck uh, do we do? <laughs> Mitt Romney has a solution. President Trump is not only refusing to concede to Joe Biden. I can't stand this dude's voice. I'm Chris Wall. I'm Chris Wall. I can't stand Chris Wall. Wall. Even hearing his voice. It's like, he reminds me of like a wackier version of those two old grumpy Muppets. (laughs) I'm Chris Wallace. Shut the fuck up, Chris. (laughs) I'm I'm Chris Wallace. That was the worst debate moderation I've ever seen in my life. The one he did. Yeah, I mean. Let's Mr. President, Mr. It. President, Mr. President, stop talking. <laughs> stop interrupting. Yeah, it, it was um, very clear what side he was on. Yeah. <laughs> President not... Trump is not only refusing to concede to Joe I'm Biden, concerned. he says he will send lawyers to courts across the nation tomorrow, claiming Democrats are trying to steal this election with widespread fraud. We're joined now by Republican Senator Mitt Romney of Utah, who says the president's rhetoric is dangerous. Senator, welcome <coughs> back to Fox News Sunday. How long do you think Thanks, he Chris. fucking, how long do you think he practiced in the mirror to get that fake ass fucking radio voice? How hard like the fraud. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Chris Wallace. I'm Chris Wallace. I have fraud. <laughs> you know, someone is a garbage person when they talk like that. <laughs> Yeah, the president is still refusing to accept the results of the election. It's almost yeah, like we, Valley. It's like old man crossed with Valley girl. Yeah, you can hear it. There's like a. He's not just speaking naturally. Like he's worked on that fucking professional voice. Oh, what do you think, Mitt? What do you think about this fraud, Mitt? Oh, this is even. Yeah. Is dangerous. Senator, welcome back to Fox News Sunday. Thanks, Chris. Good to be with you. Thanks, Chris. Good to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> to Fox News Sunday. Thanks, Chris. Good to be with you. <laughs> Hope he's got his I magic want to start underwear on. With the president's comments about the election on Thursday night, here he is. That might just be high, but they're both their voices just make me want to jump out of fucking window. They're so fake, man. They're so <laughs> fake. I'm tired of these fake ass people. Right. We'll not allow the corruption to steal such an important election or any election for that matter. Now, you see and, the difference. Uh, you see the difference in the way Trump talks and the Trump way they talk. talks like a regular guy. Trump is just fucking talking, dude. These guys all talk like first year actors that still haven't figured out that the key to acting is not acting. 
Like they're still, you know, I mean, it's like the worst people that barely pass their fucking acting class in like middle school or whatever the fuck, you know, it's horrible. I like that the key to acting is not acting. It's true. Yeah, it is. And man, are you wait? Are you, have you do you really act? Yeah, I mean, you either can or you can't. That's the, that's the dirty secret about acting. Like they make it out like it's this thing where oh, I mean, yeah, if if you're gonna do like um, character acting, like where you're like what that dude does who played Lincoln, what's that fucking guy's name? Oh, Daniel Day Lewis. Like that, that's like where you're mimicking a certain, I mean, that's a different skill. But if you're talking about just regular acting, the key is just to act like you're not fucking acting. Okay. Right. Well, Gary Oldman's my favorite because he's like a chameleon. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, that's, I mean, that's a that's different That's closer to a Daniel Day-Lewis type, yeah, type guy. Yeah. But yeah, um, I did a bunch of stage acting and that's a little different because in theater shit, you have to yeah. like overact because you're like really far away from the audience. So your emotions have to be overly expressed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is something that, like, if you've never been in, uh, like, a, on set before, there's going to be shit you need to learn. But actual acting, if you, you know, you're not nervous and you can be relaxed, it's, it's like, dude, just say it naturally. Just say it like you're talking to fucking the dude next door, you know? Yeah. But it, people think they got to put on, you know. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, I don't even remember why I pulled this clip, mainly just because I was anno so annoyed by it when I was listening to it. Maybe they say such an important election, or any election for that matter. And uh, we can't allow silence, anybody to silence our voters and manufacture results. You say the president has every right to pursue his legal remedies, which of course That's he does. That's right. But that his rhetoric <laughs> there, and in a number of tweets, has Tweet. gone far over the line. How? Over the line. Well, I think it is appropriate for the president <laughs> to uh, uh, make sure that the uh, vote count has been done. Doesn't doesn't Mitt Romney always sound like he's his? He needs to blow his nose. He's like, oh, I can't even do it. How he does it? It's like it's like constantly <laughs> congested. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is like, see, Chris Wallace sat in his room trying to do like professional announcers. Mitt Romney sat in his room trying to be Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Yeah. That's that's he just he wants to be Ronald Reagan. He needs to talk talk a little more like this. I mean, no, that's a terrible I, Reagan, but it's it's like whispery almost the way Reagan talked. Even though he wasn't, even when he wasn't whispering, he sounded like he was whispering. The only impression I can do is Sean Connery. Hello, everybody. It's Sean Connery. <laughs> R.I.P. The greatest, the greatest actor of all time. You said I it's, like to <laughs> go ahead. That interview, Sean. It's like I like to slap yeah. bitches. Yeah. It's such a class. It's so funny. She's like, you said it's uh, sometimes justified to hit a woman. And and he goes, without skipping a bit, he's like, and I haven't changed my position on that either. <laughs> I don't think it's good, but sometimes, sometimes the situation bitch. There's yeah, a great get... video on YouTube of that interview followed by yeah. like a montage of him as James Bond just slapping women in the face. <laughs> and it's like real yeah. slaps, too. I mean, I don't condone slap, condone slapping women, but I can understand that old school mentality, especially if you've been around certain women that totally lose their fucking mind. I've seen it. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Have you? Do you remember uh, pimp named Slipback on the Boondocks? I've seen Cat Williams Boondocks. character. I man, it's it's not. I've seen it, so I should know. He's but. got like the purple suit. He's like, a pimp named Slipback. 
It's like, he's like the, the Tom, Tom's wife starts like dating Usher. And so he's trying to get like Tom's wife back for him from Usher. And he's like, well, you got to hit a bitch, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I could never hit a woman. He's like, well, mathematically speaking, has not been hitting a bitch working. <laughs> yeah. That shows. Yeah, so yeah but I don't mean bitches in a disrespectful way. I mean it as a general word for women. Just to clarify. Yeah, that is a great show. I got to I got to get back to it cuz I I watched it back in the day, but I I didn't like watch every episode, so. It's like the like, Black South Park. It's really yeah, good it's social something, commentary. Something worth um, worth binge watching. They're talking about bringing it back, but it's going to be all woke and Huey's going to be uh fucking like pro vaccine and pro <laughs> Biden and shit and it's like the Huey would masks. never fucking do that. Yeah, and then uh, uh also, John Witherspoon died, so I think they might not be doing it because that was before. The propaganda that, man is. They amazing. banned. They fucking HBO and Adult Swim like removed a handful of Boondocks episodes like yeah. right after I finished rewatching all four seasons. Like a couple weeks later, they're like culturally culturally insensitive episodes. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, it's sad, man. It's it's communist bullshit, you know. Like the left used yeah. to be all about protecting art and freedom of speech and. Now it's just straight fucking authoritarian commie shit, man. Um, I don't even want to finish that Romney Wallace clip, but basically Romney <laughs> was like, "It's, it's dangerous." He said, "It's dangerous to, de- or, yeah. it's dangerous to democracy to, uh, to co- like accuse of anyone of voter fraud." Was basically the boil down. It's like, so it's not dangerous to democracy to just blindly accept every re- election result despite yeah. evidence of fraud. It's dangerous to call out fraud, is what Romney's saying. Yeah, the, I mean, th- that would that would be true if there wasn't such obvious fucking shenanigans going on. And yeah. uh, to me, it's more dangerous not to f- fucking address the shenanigans, find out how deep the shenanigans go, and make sure it never happens again. And if you were, uh, you know pro-american you would want to do that right because you want to make sure elections in the future are reliable trustworthy that we can trust them you know yeah but the ends justify the means for the left and they are not pro-american i would argue well yeah that's well that's my point yeah is they're not they're not pro-american at all okay if if i'm being honest with myself and let me know if this is accurate i have a I don't even, I'm 50 50 on whether or not if it was, if it was actually a fair election and Biden still sneaked it out, squeaked it out, hypothetically, I think Trump still would have been like, nope, bullshit. Well, yeah, <laughs> because he's, he's, I mean, it's who he is. He would have, he would have contested no matter what. But he's yeah, got all this no. evidence. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, knowing what they represent, yeah, keep them out as any way possible. But also, I think it's just his fucking personality. Yeah. No, I, mean, I think I, Trump... He's, I think, he's hilarious, but he's definitely got, like, fucking a major ego. I think if they didn't spend four years doing what they did to Trump, he probably wouldn't be so angry about it. But, they, but they've spent four years fucking hitting the guy over the head with a brick every day. So he's, he's, he, he's, he's got vengeance in his eyes. Plus, I hope so, man. He, I want to see he, fucking Brennan and Clapper and McCabe and all these fuckers go to jail. He's got a first row seat to to their corruption too. He's seeing it, you know. So he probably knows way more than we do about their corruption. Yeah. Well, I hope so. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Fox did a rundown that uh, was pretty. I mean, it's no secret how Fox is run by fucking Democrats now, but. <laughs> yeah. Tonight, I mean, what, attorney. What can you Sorry, expect? Guys. I mean, what can you <laughs> expect at this point? Fucking, what's her name's on there? The former DNC chair, uh, Donna Brazil is fucking. Yeah. On. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. But yeah, this is this is a this is a classic right here. Tonight, Attorney General Barr wants, quote, to appropriately address voting irregularities so that all of the American people, regardless of their preferred candidate or party, can have full confidence in the results of our elections. Hello and welcome to Fox News at Night. I'm Shannon Bremen, Washington. We begin with David Spunt over at the Justice Department and that memo from the Attorney General to his prosecutors. Good evening, David. Shannon, good evening to you. Despite widespread evidence, the Attorney General put out this memo to prosecutors across the country. Did you catch that? Despite widespread evidence? Yeah. I think he meant to say despite yeah. the lack of evidence or despite widespread discrediting or what's it like? He was yeah. <laughs> in Bremen, Washington. I that was so we begin funny. with David Spunt over at the Justice Department and that memo from the Attorney General to his prosecutors. Good evening, David. Shannon, good evening to you. Despite widespread evidence, the Attorney General <laughs> put out this memo to prosecutors across the country telling them to look and see if there's not just any, but substantial allegations. Attorney General Bill Barr breaking his post-election silence in a two-page memo, writing, while serious allegations should be handled with great care, specious, speculative, fanciful, or far-fetched claims should not be a basis for initiating federal inquiries. Nothing here should be taken as any indication that the department has concluded that voting irregularities have impacted the outcome of any election. This is a fraud. Almost one week after the election and votes are still being counted. Not surprising, as this country saw the largest number of mail-in ballots in its history. The president and his allies continue to use the word fraud. This election is not over. Far from it. We have only begun the process of obtaining an accurate, honest vote count. White House we Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany, representing the Trump Americans campaign, claimed without evidence, Democrats are... Without evidence. Don't, it's like Fox News is fucking saying that. I love Kaylee, man. Oh, I love her. She's great. They have a whole song for her on No Agenda. Time to play <laughs> Kaylee clips. No, it's... Yeah. Dude, Kaylee's, Kaylee's awesome. She, where, she should have been there the whole fucking four years. I guess they had her in her back pocket. Because she's... Remember Spicer in the beginning? Sean Spicer. That dude yeah. was fucking terrible. He just couldn't handle the pressure at all. He's gone through some horrible fucking people. I mean, that's, if you want to talk about the mistakes of Trump, it's like putting all these neocons in your fucking cabinet. I mean, yeah. you should have gone with just all new blood. Who gives a fuck if they need a train? At least well, no, Q says corrupt. keep your friends close and your enemies closer, man. So fuck, it's all part of the plan. I don't give a fuck what Q says, man. <laughs> he said put, Q said he put John Brennan in there and he put Jeff Sessions in there as part of the plan. Do you, do, you remember when Q was saying that Trump was <laughs> do you remember when Q was saying that Trump was working with Robert Mueller? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I've never fuck? paid attention to Q. Look, I learned very young from Nostradamus because my dad was this big Nostradamus dude. Like, oh, Nostradamus. And I started reading the Nostradamus predictions. And I realized really quickly that if you just make predictions that are open-ended enough and, and like, generalize without specifics. Yeah something's going to come true, right? So, like, if I go, 
oh, when the fourth moon enters its ninth cycle of of uh, Mercedes Benz, uh, <laughs> fucking the man with the green hat is gonna rise above all, and then a bullet will take him down in his prime. You know, I mean, it's like okay, well, after four or five hundred years, there'll be some circumstance that roughly sounds like it's similar to, similar to what he's saying. You know, I mean, it's, that's what Q does, man. He's doing the same bullshit Nostradamus did. But Q, okay, there are. I think Q is a negative psyop meant to keep patriots trusting the plan instead of taking any action for themselves. I would agree, man. I would agree. It's, I, probably... it's run by military intelligence, and they have access to Trump because there's like is several really of those run things. run by military intelligence? How do you know that? It's, it's dude, there's too many. Okay, there's got to be, there's something going on because like the fucking uh, 4chan post by Q where it was like, or was it H? I don't even fucking know at this point. It's been so long. Or like early into the Q shit, he posted the Q on the piece of paper in the White House sitting in the Oval Office. Then there was, that was like, okay, that could be Photoshop fake. So I didn't put much credence into that. But then stuff started happening. Like Q t tweeted this thing, the storm is coming or whatever, plus, plus, plus. And then like 10 minutes later, Trump randomly added plus, plus, plus to the end of his tweet, three pluses in a row, which I've never seen him do before or since. And it was within 10 minutes of that Q drop. So there's yeah. like it's somebody it, like something's going like there's something going on with Q that's legit, but it seems like all disinformation, especially when they're saying, I mean, it's a lot of bullshit. So I think it's a I, disinformation operation run by someone with access to the the Trump administration. And then you, think, there's also like the tippy top thing. Remember that Q tweeted out, no. follow the white rabbit, follow the white rabbit, or not tweeted, but Q posted, follow the white rabbit, and then. Um, watch for e watch Easter Trump's Easter speech. Uh, somebody asks you like, could Trump work in the word uh, tippy top or something? And then says Q says, look for it, follow the white rabbit. And then like the next fucking day on Easter, Trump's standing next to a giant fucking white rabbit because it's Easter. And then he says, we we're in tip top shape. We sometimes call it tippy top, tip tip tippy top or whatever. And it's like, why the fuck? <laughs> There's too yeah. many things that are going on with Q that it's like, okay, this guy is like, these are these are predictions that it's like hard to fucking explain away. Well, that's that's been a criticism by a lot of uh, Trump voters that Trump's kind of trying to play to the Q crowd, right? Because right. See, here's the yeah. thing about Q is they're using real problems but creating fantasy solutions. So yes. it's it's I think Trump might have my belt already when you said that. <laughs> No, that's fucking true. It's like, yeah. The, and it, like Tim Dillon talks about, like, fucking David Spade is not under house arrest with an ankle bracelet and eating babies with Ellen DeGeneres. Probably J not, at least. JFK is still alive. He's going to come back. <laughs> JFK Jr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, JFK Jr. It's like, no, I'm sorry. He he crashed into the fucking ocean at very Allegedly. high speed. I think he did. I think he did. He's just I another, think they killed him. I think, I mean, the circumstances, like, when I looked into it, he didn't know how to fly at night. Um, you know, he had, he had no orientation. That's, that's the thing that takes a lot of pilots down that are inexperienced. The, his left leg, he had a cast on his left leg that would have affected his ability to, to really use the rudder properly and have good feel on the rudder. Um, there's just, so he was I mean, a fucking idiot. Basically a rich guy that's like, oh, I'm going to go, I, 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 you know, like I can fly. Half, half usable and he's, oh God, man. Yeah. You can see him. Like, he, could barely, he could barely get into the plane because he had, he had crutches on and shit. And his whole what? leg had it. Yeah. I mean, it was a dumb move. Like, 
he should have never made that flight. You know, I mean, this is flying is dangerous. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> you know, but it is. Yeah. So, yeah, no, like my thing with Q is like, yeah, they they point out real problems. And then they create fantasy around these real problems that we have in this country. And, you know, Trump probably wants to legitimize the problems. So he's like, well, I don't know if it's real and they, all this other bullshit, but they are saying shit that I want people to know about, you know. So maybe that's why he was like, well, you know, and if we make it seem real, those Trump supporters will, you know, vote for me. So that's I think a huge portion playing. of his base. Q, like people underestimate yeah. how many people fucking believe Q. My God, dad's fucking all I mean, in the, on Q. <laughs> I, I, you know, I love you fellow Trump supporters. I mean, thank God you guys, you, 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 you're on the right side, but stop being such idiots. <laughs> That's a Walmart Trump supporting crowd. The ones that, that go to Walmart with no shoes on fucking all those weird pictures of people at Walmart all dressed all <laughs> fucked up. That's that Trump crowd, you know, so. Anyway, I mean, at least they're of, but then there's like there's some smart fucking people that are into Q2 that I'm like, I don't. Well, it's a grift, man. Those smart people are smart, not just with Q, but about how to grift something for cash. You know, they're all selling Q t-shirts, and I mean, they're all selling something. Well, yeah. Right? They're selling some Q merchandise or something or another. You know, it's just like it's like the flat Earth. I I really think the flat Earth is a psyop. I thought like. I, it doesn't make any sense how people can believe this. And then it's like, dude, but if you could get people to believe this, <laughs> you kind of delegitimize every conspiracy ever. Because you're like, yeah, yeah these conspiracies I have, I have two friends. People. I have two friends. One of them's real close. Convinced. Totally all in on Flutter. He's fucking yeah. all in, dude. He's hilarious. And he, he'll explain it to you till his fucking face turns blue. But it's, I mean, it's fun to talk about. I love talking about Flat Earth with him. Yeah, He's almost man. gotten me high enough and convinced a couple times, but I'm still I'm still leaning towards round. I'm not married to the ball, as Eddie Bravo would say. Though, see, some things are so not fun to debate because it's like debating a crazy person about the voices <laughs> in their head. Oh, I like, fucking love. I you, I welcome crazy debates, dude. Because I believe to first, crazy shit. <laughs> but you have to first get into their head and understand the world that they've created to be able to actually debate them inside that world, you know? Right. So it's it's just like we're not we're not debating. I don't know, man. You you can make a good case if you spent t ten years trying to figure out how to make a good case that um, Andre the Giant isn't dead. He's actually still alive in spiritual form, hovering over me as I sleep at night singing to me in his soft accent <laughs> telling me how much he loves me you know i could i could find 10 years of my life and dedicate my life to just proving that to be true and but, uh, i would destroy anybody in a debate yeah be because how do you fucking prove that's not true you know i don't know anyway it's the flying spaghetti monster theory yeah like whatever, you can't disprove yeah. it you can't the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I, I think it's there's too there's too much too much going on for the Earth not to be, you know, round. It's too too much that yeah. works. You know what I mean? So, I fuck yeah. I have no idea. Um, I liked what you said though before about flat Earth being a psyop to discredit other conspiracy theories. It reminds me that. This the South Park the tur the urinal do South Park episode where somebody takes a shit in the urinal, yeah, and uh, that was that was like the nine eleven one where they like they realized that like they go in the Oval Office after they uncover the nine eleven conspiracy and George Bush is like it was the easiest 
It was the most complicated plan ever. We hijacked drone jetliners and crashed them into the... <laughs> it's like this whole plan, and then they would Dick Cheney try to kill him, and then they realized later that fucking Dick Cheney and Bush were just, like, trying to scare him, and that the 9-11 conspiracy websites are actually a government-run conspiracy to because the government wants people to think that they're powerful enough to pull off 9-11. <laughs> and I was like, fucking, yeah, I could see that. You can't put anything past them these days. I mean, <laughs> they're doing crazy shit, you know? I mean, who yeah. would have th when you were a kid, if you would have said, like, hey, in the year 2020, you're not going to be able to leave your house. Like, if, if I could have had just a single solitary vision of my future in the year 2020, like when I was 10 years old, and I saw me putting on a fucking bandana and covering my face before I went into 7-Eleven, I'd be like, holy you shit, what that? happened to me? <laughs> yeah, here in, I live in very blue San Antonio. Dude, Where you every dude, fucking every store has a sign. You have to have a mask if you enter. And if you go in with no mask, they tell you to leave. And it's like, okay, so I just take a bandana with me before I go in the fucking store, pull it up over my face. I, I fight the urge to flip everybody off and tell them to go fuck themselves because I'm so angry at that point that I've been forced to do this. But uh, but yeah, I mean, if I would have just saw that vision of me just without no context, just putting a bandana over my face before I went into 7-Eleven, I would think, what happened to me? I became a fucking thief. I must be a crackhead or something going and robbing 7-Elevens. It's like it's just so out there, but here we are in this fucking weird reality. Dude, I'm so fucking lucky to live in Tennessee. Like, I just always forget that everybody else has all these fucking mandates going on. Well, I live in Texas, but I live in a blue city with a fuckhead mayor and a fucking judge who thinks he's he's king and just made a mass mandate. You know, it was yeah. at, fir at first, um, what's his name, Abbott was like, no, we're not gonna do mask mandates. Um, but then um, at some point they fucking badgered him to death and he said, fine, whatever you want to do, each city can do a, whatever the fuck they want. And then that day, mask mandates. <laughs> but it already didn't matter because all of these stores were being bullied into creating these mask laws. So I mean, look, I agree. If a private store once they have rules, I mean, if a store, it's their business, if they say you have to wear a mask, then I'm, i got to follow your rules. You know what I yep. mean? And that's what was already going on anyway. So, it's, because, it, I mean, they're scared, man. They're scared of, like, one person coming in and going, nobody's wearing masks and you're going to kill people. <laughs> Dude, Don't right. you care about my grandma? <laughs> the case for killing granny. Dude, our mayor, uh, did you ever watch WWE back in the day? Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've had periods of uh, I watched during the when I was young during the Hulk Hogan years and Ultimate Warrior years, and then I watched again in the Stone Cold and the Rock years. But that's about it. Okay, our mayor, the mayor of Knoxville, is fucking Kane. <laughs> you know who Kane is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I remember hearing that fucking Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> and he's very. He's, he's, is that Kane? Thinking? Why is he wearing a suit? I think he's that's running for dope. mayor. Yeah, if no, he's uh, he's pretty libertarian. He wants to like decriminalize weed and he's against nsa spine and shit it's like he's the mayor of knoxville so we can't do anything about that but he yeah. still was like they, they passed some kind of fucking mask mandate and he's like oh yeah we're not enforcing this dude if i was kane i'd be fucking campaigning on choke slamming people <laughs> he's pretty cool like he's he's not a bad mayor I'd be like, yeah. if, if the cia is fucking spying on people i'm gonna choke slam that bitch <laughs> Uh, shit, I never did finish this Fox News boil down. This is pretty shameful how, just with no evidence. <laughs> we have only begun the process of obtaining an accurate, honest vote count. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany.
representing the Trump campaign, claimed without evidence Democrats are, quote, welcoming fraud. But South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham claims he has evidence, a sworn statement of a Pennsylvania postal worker named Richard Hopkins, who this alleges ballots were backdated before being put... practicing his journalist voice because it's not good enough. Yeah. Also, this fucking Richard Hopkins guy, the post office guy, like this dude, I guess he... He must have known. I'm assuming James O'Keefe for the Veritas guys like warned him up front. Like you're gonna be fucking. He's got to be such a fucking have such a target on his back. It's like some fucking postal worker dude. Now oh, the whole country knows his name. Yeah, fucking, I he, would not want that shit. He needs to put out some videos that are like, I am not suicidal. I do not do heroin. I don't have any guns. Just like yeah. just, just put it out there because he's. You know, if uh, you were to talk about like the odds of being uh, Arkansas, what's it, Arkansided? Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, the, the the chances of being fucking murdered is uh, pretty high at this point. Yeah, well, there's that, but I was even thinking just the fucking stress levels, and it's like, I mean, I guess it is a fast news cycle. People are gonna forget about this guy before too long, but just like the amount, the amount of. He's blown up on social media in the last two days, just like ridiculous. It's like everybody knows who this fucking guy is now. I wouldn't want to go leave my house if everybody fucking knew who I was and half the country fucking hated me because they thought I was lying about voter fraud. He's going to get a big bag when they can figure out which site's not going to take him down for fundraising. That's true. I mean, he was about to get 200 fucking grand before they took that shit down. And that really? was, it's probably going to be a lot more. Yeah, no, his his um, GoFundMe was like 180000 something like that. And then they, they, they took it down. Like, why would you take it down? Wait, I mean, so they took so it down and he doesn't get to keep the 180 grand? They just refunded yeah, everybody they, their money? They, they suspended his account and wouldn't let him uh, withdraw from it. So, I mean, they, they're doing this all the time now, dude. Does that like, mean they refund the people that spent money, their money? Or yeah. do they yeah, just keep? Okay. No, they, 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 so basically, I don't think it goes out of the card until a certain point, right? So I think it just gets returned back or gets canceled. Yeah, they get their money back. Maybe What's his name again? Like a, I don't fucking know. The <laughs> post office something. guy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm bad with name? names. I'm, yeah. I don't fucking know. I was going to say he should start an OnlyFans. Evidence <laughs> Democrats are, quote, welcoming fraud. But South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham claims he has evidence. A sworn statement of a Pennsylvania postal worker named Richard Hopkins, who alleges ballots were backdated before being put in the mail. Democrats, ready to move past the current president and embrace the president-elect, are furious baseless claims by the president and his supporters that there's been widespread voter fraud and that the election was somehow rigged or stolen from President Trump. <clears throat> that kind of rhetoric is extremely dangerous, extremely poisonous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Not a single one was inspected. Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani claims Republican observers were blocked from ballot counting rooms, though Fox News confirmed both Democrats Rudy, Rudy, and Republicans Rudy. were allowed inside. The Philadelphia city commissioners who over... Oh, by the way, this is bullshit, too, because Fox News fucking says, like, actually, Republicans were allowed inside, and they show, like, some random-ass, like, poll counting video with, like, yeah. fucking four people sitting at a fucking table. Yeah. Like, obviously not any one of the contested voting areas. And they don't it's even a, mention that they were like have to. They had to be on the other fucking side of the room. It's I like, mean, they can they can dispute anything, no matter how much evidence there is for it. And like they they had them come in. They finally let them come in, and then they moved the uh, 
the actual uh, area where they were tallying the votes, like, away from them. So they're like, okay, you can move up yeah. six feet. And then they moved all the shit, like, 20 feet back. <laughs> so, yeah, and then in, like, I, fucking Pennsylvania, I think they weren't even allowed to get inside the buildings a lot of times. Yeah, no, I think they had a court order finally, and then they, they, they didn't let them in at first. And finally they did let them in. But then they moved all the equipment to the back of the room. So, so they, so they, 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 it's in their mind. Technically, they, they were obeying the court order by allowing them to move six feet up. But they just moved the equipment. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's another thing that is real fucking convenient. Not just the COVID, let them do all these mail-in ballots because of the virus excuse, but also like the six feet away excuse. Like you can't get within six feet of me counting. That's so perfect, ain't it? All yeah. this COVID shit that just helps them fucking cheat the election. Very, it's very just so fucking perfect. convenient. Yeah. It's like, oh, six feet. And did you hear that <laughs> that that video that 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 black lady? That's like she she must she must be like the trainer for like a hundred different companies because she sounds like every trainer I've ever heard in my entire life. It's <laughs> like you have your six feet. Remember, you have six feet. They cannot come within six feet. And what happens <laughs> if they come? call the police? Call the police. It's like, damn, lady. She's fucking hyped up. Uh, uh, fucking, uh, I don't even know what to say. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's a video of uh, them training the, the Michigan poll yeah, workers I've on how to it. cheat. I just couldn't, like, I just, fuck, I just, it's just so, everything is so stupid. <laughs> how rigged or stolen from President Trump. <clears throat> that kind of rhetoric is extremely dangerous, extremely poisonous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Not a single one was inspected. Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani claims Republican observers were blocked from ballot counting rooms, though Fox News confirmed both Democrats and Republicans were allowed inside. The Philadelphia city commissioners who oversee elections shot down Giuliani's claim, writing, no such thing ever happened. The observers have been in the room since the beginning. Shannon, just hours ago, the New York Times reported exclusively that Richard Pilger, he is the head of security for the election division at the Department of Justice. The New York Times reporting that he resigned tonight. He was deeply troubled by the attorney general's memo. Shannon. These people are crazy. It's just fucking, uh, it's just, it's so, it was so predictable. I think fucking any, all the Anybody I listen to, Alex predicted it, No Agenda predicted it. It's like, as soon as social media said, these are the seven companies that are allowed to like post like election results on social media, the seven media trusted sources, it was like fucking AP, CNN, CBS, yeah. ABC, and then fucking Fox. And everybody immediately was like, obviously, like they're going to use Fox to make it look legitimate when they fucking... Like way before the election, people were saying that they're going to use Fox, and they're and I think even Alex said Fox is going to call it for Biden before anybody to make it look extra legit. Oh, this is a big mistake that Trump made, man. I don't know, you know, people say, oh, he's Lord, he he let them do this so that all of the fucking corruption could come out and we could all see it, and then now everybody's be, you know, yeah. But dude, I thought this was going to, you know, I I kind of just to be fair, at the last minute, I, I kind of just. I still thought Trump was going to have a landslide. Like, I just couldn't believe that they would pull off this kind of fraud. So I still thought Trump was going to landslide it. Mm -hmm. I did too. But I knew in the back of my mind, like, this is what COVID was all about. It was about affecting the election. But I didn't know it was going to be also about a way for them to actually commit fraud, which I should have been more, should have been more obvious to me with the mail-in ballots that that was where the fraud yeah. was going to come because everybody was talking about it. 
But um, Trump I still was talking just didn't about it. He didn't it. stop talking about the mail ballot fraud. Yeah, he knew it was coming, man. I mean, that's that's like more evidence towards the sting thing. But I still think that's too good to be true. You know, I, but, um, I like Q, and I gravitate towards not necessarily Q, but this idea that Trump is like a fucking genius mastermind. You know, sixty chess, whatever that everybody is. always talks about. But it's then, like, sometimes, like, he'll do stuff or say stuff where I'm like, maybe he's just a fucking idiot savant and he keeps getting <laughs> fucking lucky, dude. Because, like, some stuff is like, how the... I don't know, no. man. It's hard to I, fucking I think... tell because, like, if he's really a genius, then we need to see some fucking... Indict Those sealed indictments need to get unsealed pretty fucking quick. I think Trump is very good at being steps ahead. Like, like master chess players are master chess players because they can think so many moves ahead, Right. They right. can see if I make this move, I can see the next 16 moves after this, you know, like I can do maybe two or three moves ahead, probably not even that, but I don't practice, you know, I think Trump's good at that, but there, you know, it's not like he's some fucking, uh, God on earth. He's not perfect, you know? So I think there's a little bit of that, a little bit of, he has really out chest a lot of people politically, but then again, he fucks up and makes mistakes and sometimes you know, for me, it just seemed like he, he just didn't, he just kept thinking that eventually they were going to come around and write some good articles about him. Like, I think he kept thinking like, oh, black unemployment's uh, the best it's ever been. Uh, Hispanic unemployment's oh, yeah. the best it's ever been. Oh, look at all these black people that I, uh, you know, I, I, I let out of prison because you, you know, because they were being, you know, look at all, I mean, look at all this good shit. Look at the economy. Look at, <laughs> look at our trade deficit with China. I mean, I, I thought he, he, he thought if he did enough good shit, they'd have no choice, but he didn't I he wants he, he wanted well the media is chinese and corporate controlled globalist anti-america so that's like anything good for america the media is gonna talk shit against it obviously yeah yeah so but then also I, go ahead sorry yeah no i think there a lot of foreign interests are controlling a lot of major institutions in this country yeah so I don't know. It just seems like Trump would, I, I just, he's hard to figure out because it's like, like I said, sometimes he's like genius. And then other times it's like, he'll just get duped by some just stupid, like Kushner, whoever's talking in his ear, like try like the rhetoric he uses about COVID is the perfect example where it's like, you can't keep playing their game. Yeah. Well, and then I, going I put back it this to, way to, to him being genius sometimes and not like, Michael Jordan was the greatest basketball player of all time, right? Right. He still missed open jump shots. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, no people, no matter how good you are, you're still going to fuck up eventually. Yeah. Well, that's definitely true. But, man, I don't know. And then, like, going back to what you said about him trying to get the media, win over the media. I think, wasn't it Alex Jones that said, I want to be loved by CNN, even <laughs> though I don't watch it? Yeah, it's pretty like, much. Well, he was, he was... Uh, speaking of about Trump when he said yeah. that, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't say it specifically, but I would easily so, assume that's what he's talking about. Right. Or that, or just trendies altogether. There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of trendies, because he likes to talk about the trendies, you know. It's a the big problem in this off. country. <laughs> it's amazing, like that meme from, um, uh, uh, what the fuck is that? Satire, news site. Um Oh, fuck. I always B. forget. Yeah, Babylon B. They're great. Uh, like man, man believes he's uh, a, a rebel siding. Well, God damn! It, I wish I could find that meme again because I don't want to fuck. 
Let me see. I, I know. Uh, yeah, man who agrees with the media, universities, corporations, and Hollywood thinks he's part of the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> that it shows a, of course, a ginger. People love to make fun of us gingers. He's up there like shaking his hand or like shaking his fist, like victory. It's it's amazing, man. Yeah. It's amazing. Man. You know, this is no, why it's, I it's appreciate funny how many Johnny Rod for a revolution that's fucking funded by <laughs> Verizon and fucking Walmart. And it's just so it's so counter to someone who grew up in the nineties and, and anything mainstream was just, you laughed at it. Like it wasn't cool to be, you know, like we, we would make fun of every band that sold out and became mainstream, you know, you, you, uh, that was like the punk culture of the nineties and not even punk. That's just the way everybody was. Like we were against the mainstream and now it's all these people who, I mean, the culture is to just suck the dick of the mainstream, man. It's very weird. Yeah, no, that's there. That's not. That's a generalization, but there's definitely a main like. I mean, anybody that has TikTok downloaded probably throw them in that category. Well, I would say the left. You know, I'm talking about the left. You know. Oh. There. The, I just the thought, well, in general, left. like politics aside, there is like a huge, or a way less of a you know, anti. It, it's more go with the flow now probably by design people are not well, going against the grain I, as much as they used to you gotta remember we elected trump and trump was that trump was the outside candidate that everybody hated and he got the most support and i think he still ha i still think he's you know the most supported politician in the country and he's anything but establishment i mean he's establishment because he's the president but you understand what i mean he's hated by the establishment he's not accepted by the establishment right um so i still think the majority of the country is that way. It's just uh, we don't we get banned off of the internet. <laughs> we don't get journalist jobs. Man, I can't stop thinking about Popsicle Day. Fucking Popsicle Dean. Day. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I just keep it keeps popping in my mind because it was so fucking ridiculous. He lives in Portland. Dean Reiner that was just on, and he's fucking. He said like their schools are all shut down, so all the, they have to do it on Zoom. But they have Popsicle Day like once a month. Where all the, you have to take your kids to the school, and then they'll, uh, you have to wait in a in a, in the parking lot, and they have people come out to the cars, with six foot poles, so they don't have to get within six feet of your window, to hand you a popsicle like on a six foot stick that wow, you can take for your kid. It's and so I cringy, just, dude. The idea of that just was like, I guess it's just so that like. Because the kids still can interact with each other, so you just—it's just like the school is like popsicle. It's just the idea of that. My heart maybe breaks for the kids, so. dude. It's 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 funny, but it's also so sad, dude. Could you imagine? I I remember one time I had to travel with my dad, and I was stuck yeah. in a hotel room, and I had no friends. I couldn't. There was nothing to do. I was just in a hotel room waiting for my dad to get off work for like two weeks, and I got so depressed, dude. I would just start crying. I was like twelve. I would just start crying. I'd go into the bathroom and just start crying. Because my whole life as a kid was hanging out with my friends, playing basketball, playing football. Just My friends were everything. And then all of a sudden, I was isolated to this hotel room. And I can imagine this is what so many kids are going through now. And maybe it's not as bad now because there's internet. You know, I didn't have that when I was a kid. But I just, to me, if, if I had to go through this as a kid, I don't know if I would have made it out without yeah. being on like antidepressants and all kinds well, of other there's going to be long-term i mean it is like horrible like to grow there's going to be a whole generation of of people with, like kids that are affected by this 
I hope that I hope that they make it, it through. Really, when they make it through, they they become very anti-government, <laughs> very yeah, anti-lockdown, anti-authoritarianism. And, if they and don't, the lockdowns are always going to be here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there is the possibility that it could be normalized to that type of uh, authoritarianism, which I hope mm-hmm. not. Well, yeah, scary thought, but definitely possible. The There'll other probably scary, be a little bit of both. The other probably scary little, thought is. Imagine all these people that like, like you lived through the early internet age and you, 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 you've seen that freedom. You've seen better days, right? You've seen how this country can operate when it's, when it's, and it's better days, right? Mm-hmm. What about the people coming up now that this is all they know? Like, this is all they know is this propaganda media, like this weird ass landscape. Like they don't even know what they're missing. This is just the norm. Like they don't even know what it's like to have news media that's actually being fair and trying to give you information. Some people could argue that, no, news media has always been this way. It's just come to the surface now. But it's never been this bad. Like, it, there was a point in time where news media actually was providing a service to people. Yeah, I mean, 60 Minutes did reports on the swine flu paralyzing millions of people and killing some, and 60 Minutes used to do, like, you know, they did a whole... Uh, segment on the CIA trafficking cocaine and PBS used to be great too, man. It used to make yeah. a lot of great documentaries, and now it's all propaganda, dude. Mm-hmm. It's all propaganda. But you don't even know it. if you didn't live through the period where this wasn't the norm. This is just all you know. You know. So how do you even know there's a problem if this is all you know? I don't know. That's yeah. It's gonna be interesting, man. We definitely live in. Historic times, that's for sure. Yeah. it's it's. Uh, uh, we'll make it through, dude. I think we will. It's just how hard is it going to get? What, what, what kind of bullshit are we going to have to go to before we turn that corner? You know, some people think, you know, we're going to have to go through. <laughs> it's going to have to be really bad before the American people actually storm, start storming capitals and shit. You know? Yeah. Because we can end it real quick. It's just like, yeah. okay, can we get millions of people to show up in Washington? Yeah. With, a, with, a, with one goal? You know, if <laughs> we could end, we, we, I mean, it's in our hands. You just think they, they're good enough at keeping us content while they fuck us in the ass. It's like, and here, have this, here, I'm going to fuck you in the ass, but I'm going to give you this nice, delicious piece of cake while I fuck you in the ass. And I'm going to yeah. put some fucking, some fucking numbing, numbing shit here on your asshole. So you don't, doesn't hurt so bad. All right. Yeah. That's but you're still getting fucked in the ass. It's, it's a spot on metaphor there. Is it? Yeah, I don't. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know dude. I can ramble uh, about some shit. I don't even know. No, what I'm you're right. About no, you're right. I, uh, but the okay. So the problem, the problem is, yeah, they're uh, it's amused to death. I think is Roger. Uh, what was the book? Anyway, amused to death. We they, we yeah. got the Netflix. We got the fucking, you know. All kinds of distractions. So that's part of it. And then also divide and conquer is the other part where the, they got us yeah. fighting with each other instead of like the controllers. But like what I and I've talked about this a little bit with like uh, Patriot J and a couple other people. And no one really seems to be able to give me a straight answer. <laughs> Let, like because election night, we were talking about this on that election stream. It's like what? So if, let's say Trump gets four more years. And then we just have a four more years of a slight relief to get our head above water. And then what happens after Trump? Like, 
I just don't see like how. Um, I mean, a, a president that's fighting for us is good, but it's not going to be like the key to victory as far as stopping like the United States from be like becoming part of the one world government, lock down, build back better shit. Because like that's going to be the plan for the long run. As yeah, long as I just don't see Achilles uh, heels. There's a couple yeah. of Achilles heels that need to be attacked. Okay. One is uh, big tech. You got to make sure the First Amendment applies online. You got to make sure uh, platforms, not, not that they don't disappear. We need them. They're very important. Like they're pushing humanity forward in a good way, as long as they're not controlled by psychopaths that want to control information for their own benefit. So how do you solve that? If you solve that, you solve a lot of these problems because a lot of these problems stem from not being able to have true dialogue, not being able to truly discuss situations openly as a country, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I'd say that's one Achilles heel. You need to attack that. You need to fix that. Two, this whole election thing, if we can bring about an understanding uh, and make and bring it to, to the light of how they're stealing these elections, because I think this is a huge reason why Democrats have so much power. I think if you can make elections actually fair, if you can come up with a system where they can't cheat the elections in their local districts and their fucking San Francisco and, and L.A. and New York and San Antonio, Houston, all these fucking places where you just know they've got this unnatural grasp on these areas. If you can fix that, those are two big Achilles heels to how they're, they're, they're keeping their power. And uh, the third, I would say, is competition in the media. You know, we, we need to... And again, big fixing big tech would kind of solve that too because a big part of how CNN and NBC and ABC and all these garbage fucking propaganda outlets are still able to be around and have so much influence is because big tech is tipping the scale with their authorita author mm -hmm. authoritative sources bullshit, right? So if you can fix yep. that and make it a true open platform where free speech reigns, where things climb the, 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 climb the charts naturally based on real engagement rather than YouTube saying we're going to put this on top and we're going to bury that. Like if you can yeah. fix that and make it a natural open fucking communication platform, that's going to solve so many problems. And then you have to fix how we do our elections so that they're safe. They're, they're hack proof. I think a microcosm of what you said earlier about how it might have to get so bad for the country and so tyrannical that like it'll, it'll have to get really bad before people wake fully wake up and rise up. I think, I think like a microcosm of that would be like the same thing with internet censorship. Like it's going to, it's going to get like, they're going to keep clamping down YouTube, Facebook, all that shit. It's just going to get more and more and more censored. And I don't think the solution, like I would like to see them and like have to enforce or have section two thirty enforced on them to where they can't just censor on a whim. Yeah. and pretend they're not a publisher but like what i think is going to happen is they're going to get they're going to just clamp down until everybody pretty much is like bails on youtube and bails on them and we have more things like uh, mastodon and and gab and th those things will end up getting alternatives will have to get um more popular and i think that's an easier way than see i'm in a tough situation because i make quite a bit of money on youtube <laughs> well yeah right so I, i'd like to see youtube straightened out in a way that doesn't destroy youtube because it's an amazing site man like it's an yeah. amazing place i can put my art out i've developed an audience there's still a lot of people that can make a living off youtube that wouldn't before 
So I don't think going in and destroying it, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that lose jobs and lose an income if you do that. I think you just have to make them abide by the law. And right. if you come out and every time they fucking censor somebody that hasn't broken the law, that hasn't fucking called for the murder of some, you know what I mean? Like there's a law already in place for when you can, when, when, when speech goes too far. You know, if they haven't broken that law, then they need to be fined hugely every time until they stop doing it. And I, I guarantee you they will if you keep fining them every time. But nobody's doing anything. In fact, they're protecting them. So so what's what's more likely, um, in, in your opinion, is it more likely that YouTube cleans up their act and they're forced to legislatively? You think it's more likely that YouTube just censors everyone into the ground so hard that every, like half the people just leave YouTube and go somewhere else? The government can fix this if it has a will to do it. It's that simple. But Trump's right? been so, talking about this for fucking four years and he ain't really done anything. Well, I mean, kind of did that executive order. This means he didn't really have the will to do it or for some reason he just didn't do it. You know, Trump kind of sometimes he's like he, he wants to make sure that it's going to be completely supported before he does it and if he did it then they'd write that he's trying to tip the election he's trying to you know what i mean they, they, like he's i think here, here's what i would hope would happen this fraud voter fraud gets uncovered supreme court rules that these elections in certain areas that a lot of votes were illegal and they get overturned trump wins and his second term he turns into clint eastwood and starts <laughs> capping motherfuckers Oh, like dude. we need, um, I mean, this is war. Let's, let's be honest. This is, this is people trying to sedition, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I mean, like this is serious shit we're going through here. And, um, I can tell you other countries are for sure behind this as well. This, you know, this isn't just the Democrats. So you know, China, me, these, China is yeah. the big, the big player. These people need to be treated like spies and like i said you need to start bringing up on big tech you need to bring them on on election meddling charges so you, you don't have to destroy youtube you just put in jail the people that run youtube and then you know you can get new people <laughs> to run and YouTube. every motherfucker that tried but, the coup attempt and and spied on the whole you know and honestly Trump I, tower, I gotta be fair to YouTube. those people, YouTube, those people you, need to be convicted of treason youtube hasn't been as bad uh, uh, uh like they're they're clearly meddling but it's not as bad as like twitter and Facebook and other sites like you, you can still I mean you look at like sticks X and hammer and Tim cast there's they're still talking about all this this shit in the open and they're not getting banned and removed you know I'm sure some people have been but I see people able to talk about this shit without getting deleted Twitter well, Tim, you come out Tim, and get removed right away I think there's certain people that they know they can't mess with like Tim pool hasn't gotten censored at all on Twitter either as far as I know yeah, but Tim Pool's very smart. Okay, so I'm 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 I don't want to like suck Tim Pool's dick, but he knows he don't he he's very calculated. He doesn't just go on there and a lot of people they end up getting banned. A a lot of them it's like it's wrong that you got banned, but at the same time like did you need to start screaming the n word at the top of your lungs? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like people make it too easy for them to ban you. You have to make it hard. And then when well, you get I think big Matthew enough, Buddha got to like did a really good job legally of like doing everything by the book as far as not slandering or defamation or anything on that pedogate series and fucking youtube just took his whole channel down with no strikes no warning yeah i i love mouthy buddha but i, I that did not surprise me that his channel got taken down dealing with those type of topics right i mean you know it's 
like you're calling Tom Hanks a pedophile. You know, I don't not, think you did. Not, no, well, you don't have you, to. You don't have you to call Tom Tom Hanks a pedophile. The the video itself <laughs> implies that he is, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, I mean, Tom Hanks has got a lot of connections. You know, a lot of managers, a lot of fucking publicity guys that are going to be like, "Hey, YouTube, what's this video about?" You know what I mean? So okay. I don't think it's so right you, that they right. got rid of it, I, but I I'm saying. not surprised at all in this landscape. So Mati Buddha knew putting those videos up that there was a risk he'd be removed. Doesn't mean it doesn't suck, you know, but that's the risk you take when you're making that He's kind of content. He's one of my favorite YouTube now, channels. Like, he, he puts some he, fucking work into oh, that I love, shit. I love Mouthy Buddha. He's he's great. a great editor. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I've talked to him about it and, um, you know, I was like, dude, I mean, I, I think the, most of these people that do get put back is because they, they got a lot of money for lawyers. I think it's, that's the difference, like, between Stephen Crowder and, and Tim Pool and Mouthy Buddha is those guys got right. a lot of fucking cash and they that's can a, really yeah. lawyer up. And all of a sudden, they're, you know, once once YouTube starts getting letters or whatever from the fucking from your lawyers, they take that a lot more serious. And has you know, anyone tried doing a class action lawsuit? I don't know. I think the problem is Section Two Thirty, man. I don't think a lot of lawyers want to bother getting in there because Section Two Thirty gives them so much protection. You just just you can't you can't sue them. They're they're fucking protected. Section two thirty lets them, you know, protects them from being sued but, for. But it's only in the in the legalese of that, isn't it? Specifically, if you're not a publisher, like if you curate, you're not protected. Yeah, right? well, I'm sure. I'm sure there might be somebody suing them. I'm, I'm sure. I know, like, um, uh, Young Pharaohs was talking about suing them and shit. But I think the problem is that section two thirty, man. I think that that's a big problem. It gives them all these protections, um, and then at the same time, it allows them to remove people the, tech, the big problem is section 230 i think in in the wording of section 230 it basically allows them to operate as both and get away with it because they can set their well, own little because they're allowed to set their own guidelines the right? one part of 230 that's tough is because it, it makes sense as long as you don't censor you, you have to follow basically it says and i'm paraphrasing but you have to follow and it's been a minute since i read it but you have to follow first amendment rights basically you can't sense you can't curate you have to have an open uh, public square, essentially, an open platform that anyone can express ideas on or upload content. That uh, says that in two thirty. Yeah, but well, no, it it has it, you have to do that in order to um, be a considered get the a platform. legal immunity. So, like, if you if you curate or you you become a publisher, then you don't get the lawsuit immunity. Yeah, but that's why. Allowed- they're but, allowed but, to set guidelines, right? Right. So they're, they're allowed to say like you can't have porn or you can't have graphic yeah. content. So they're so that opens up that's the doorway it, to them being able to set weird ass standards that are open ended that can be applied to many situations or not applied. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when they the ban you, it's, it's it's not like oh yeah, uh, this scene right here where the guy was uh, pretending to masturbate. That's why you got banned. They'll be like, oh no, you were banned because it violated community standards. It's like oh okay, well what exactly? Well, it's because you violated a community standard. <laughs> you know, like they they yeah. it's it's so open ended that they can ch- pick and choose when, you know, when they can contextualize something to yeah. The, break the a, copy break on two thirty they give. Is the problem because the part of 230 that makes it super open-ended and kind of almost negates the part where they have to allow any ideas is like the I, I haven't looked at it in a minute but the section 230 it's like you can take down 
this kind of you have a right to like curate this kind of content and it's like obscenities um like uh the, the language they use is weird it's like yeah. an obscenities um violent content uh sexual content and then like some like the last one is like something so vague that like literally anything could be categorized as this and that's the problem with 230 is because they give they have a good idea in the beginning of it and then they give this ca weird caveat at the end it's just like well if it's offensive basically you can take it down and that's super fucking subjective well there is a there is a, a bit of trickiness there right because like i say you want to have a, a platform like twitter but you don't want to have nudity you don't want to have porn right like okay i'm I, I'm, I'm cool with that. You want your site to be free of porn. Okay, I go ahead and moderate that. But I, I would say, like, that needs to be made into the law to where, like, okay, yeah, you can moderate porn, but not speech, right? So if it's sexual in nature and somebody is, 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 is publicly or nude in a way that is considered, like, you know, X-rated or whatever, like, yeah, you can remove that. I'd have no problem with that. But then once you're removing somebody solely based on what they're saying or what their belief is or, you know, on speech, that's when it's going too far. Like, you should be able to quantify that, shouldn't you? It's, it's just, yeah. It just adds, you just have to, like, update 230. Make it to, so, yeah. so, like, okay, you did 230 and now we see, we see it works here and doesn't work here, so let's tighten it up. So it, so it does do what we want, which is to have a free, open... Uh, internet where free speech still applies but yet you can still have control over what kind of site you are whether you want to be an x-rated site or not an x-rated site or a site for kids uh, under 13 or whatever you know right. yeah the problem with I, I agree i think that's a good idea the problem with totally like when trump says get rid of section 230 i'm assuming he means replace it with something better because if you just scrap the whole yeah. thing then it's going to be impossible for any like smaller uh, tech startups like it's gonna be you're not gonna have a new social media emerge because they're gonna have to fuck it they're not gonna be able to, they're gonna get sued into oblivion because yeah, they won't I mean, have that protection trump, trump doesn't always speak eloquently he just kind of blah 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 but right. i think i think yeah he, he he's not talking about getting rid of i mean even though that's what he's saying i think he, yeah what he really means is, is amending Re it like repeal and replace just like he said about yeah, fixing it you know to me you yeah. just we had enough time with this shit that we know where the flaws are in there. Go in there and fucking fix it, you know. So right. the problem is, is that every time the government seems to do anything, they just make things worse. <laughs> so they go in to fix it, and then it's just going to be like, oh, well, wait a minute, you just you gave them more power, you know? Yeah. So you just that's that's where you have to get the right people that aren't bought and paid for. Robert it. Barnes to do it. Ah, uh, it's it's not Robert Robert Barnes. Get fucking. Um, What's that dude? Epstein. Robert Epstein. No. <laughs> Jeffrey? Not, no, no, not that. You know, Robert Epstein, he's, yeah, he's the guy that's... He's the testified. Yeah, yeah about yeah. how they're going to flip 30 million fucking votes. And he's, he's, yeah, and he was writing about, like, how his wife died mysteriously, and he was, like, was kind crazy. of... crazy. Yeah, scared for his life. I'm like, Jesus, dude. The, the Clintons coming after this motherfucker? <laughs> Wouldn't be the first Epstein that killed... <laughs> yeah, I get, get worried sometimes, man. You know, the way people just disappear. Ugh, anyway, sorry. had to yeah, hit my cough button. Nothing. I nothing, laughed man. and then inhaled. <laughs>
It's just <laughs> crazy times, man. It's crazy times. Hang in there, people. It's going to be good. Just stick with what you know and fucking, you know, local is what, what's king, man. Find you a, a local area that suits you. Get out of the fucking crazy cities, you know? Amen to that. Yeah. I got a p- couple of uh, cu- couple clips left if you want to wrap with those. I figured sure. people might want to hear what Pompeii. Did you see, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. sure you saw the Pompeo first thing. Did you see him clarify it on Brett Bayer's show? Uh, okay, so he clarified the, the Trump second term statement? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I haven't Left. heard the clarification. Uh. There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. All right, we're We're ready. The, the world is watching what's taking place here. We're going to count all the votes when the... You get the idea. That's his, that was his first statement for anybody that hadn't heard it. I know you saw that. But yeah, then he comes on Brett Bayer's show to clarify it, and he kind of walked it back, which was disappointing. But I'm not surprised. Mike Pompeo. Mr. Secretary, thanks for the... Sorry, what? Well, when he said it, it's almost like as it came out of his mouth, he was like, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> oh, really? I, I don't know. That's the impression I, I got. I should have paid it more seemed, attention to his face. Like, if, like he seemed kind of like calm and cool when he said it and then right after he said it he seemed to have like kind of a moment like oh wait i i shouldn't have said that but maybe that's just me hmm. i'll have to i'll have to watch it again and deconstruct i only have the audio pulled up i want to now that you say that i want to see what is what happened but yeah he's on brett Bayer. brett Bayer. mike pompeo mr secretary thanks for the time thank you brett thanks for having me on this evening so what do you say to world leaders who are reaching out to Joe Biden, now the president-elect, uh, leaders from I can't all stand kinds of countries, people talk, Belgium, dude. Canada, Estonia, France, Germany, Greece, the list goes it's on, even bad. Saudi Arabia, which say? was President Trump's first stop, congratulating president-elect Joe Biden from the king of Saudi Arabia. What do you say to them? I'll actually be in Paris uh, on Monday, and I'm headed to Saudi Arabia after that. There's still an awful lot of work to do. Uh, we're reminding everyone that all the votes haven't been counted. We need to make sure the legal process is fully complied with, and that America will do what it does best. Uh, we'll have a, a leader in the White House on noon on January 20th, and we'll continue to execute American foreign policy. It's what President Trump wants to make sure that uh, our entire team does all the way through, uh, every day. It's what we're focused on. It's what I have my team focused on. There's still a lot going on in the world. We're, we're pretty focused here in America on our own election. There's a lot still going on in the world, and we're focused on making sure we keep Americans safe during this time period. You know, you were asked today about the concerns about a smooth transition, and you said it will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. Were you being serious there? Uh, We'll have a smooth transition, and we'll see what the people ultimately decided when all the votes have been cast. We have a process, Brett. The Constitution lays out how electors vote. It's a very detailed process laid out. We need to comply with all of that, and then I am very confident that we will have a good transition. Okay, so what do you, I don't know, what do you make of that? It seemed like a walk Uh, back, but also he seems confident that they're going to have fraud. I didn't see that as a walk back. I saw that as just a straight political... um, what he's supposed to answer. You know what I mean? Oh, like I didn't see him. Yeah. I didn't see him say like, uh, apologize or whatever. It's just, he gave the, the straight answer this time. Yeah. Whereas I guess last time walk back was too strong of a word, but it, it was, yeah. he didn't say, yes, it's going to be Trump again. It's, what I'm, it's, it's your typical bullshit political answer where you say a bunch of stuff, but say nothing at all. Okay. Well, maybe you'll like uh, this one. I thought was more interesting what he says next here. Cause he kind of issues a warning. 
So back to my first question, is it improper for these foreign leaders to be reaching out to Joe Biden? You know, if they're just saying hi, I suppose that's not too terribly difficult. Uh, but make no mistake about it, we have one president, one secretary of state, uh, one national security team at a time. It's appropriate that it be that way, Brad. I will say this. One of the things that I have observed now, almost four years into my time in this administration, is the previous folks just refused to get off the stage. So they, they talk about healing and uh, all, all these transitional things. Frankly, I, I've watched uh, Ben Rhodes, Susan Rice, and John Kerry, and Wendy Sherman be active on the world stage in ways that weren't consistent with what the Trump administration is doing. I regret that. It wasn't in America's best interest. He's calling out John Kerry by fucking name for running around to Iran and fucking, yeah. you know, all over the place making deals even though he's not obama's not even fucking president john Kerry was apparently like going to other countries being like don't worry like trump's gonna be gone don't listen to him. are you surprised i'm not no but it's fucking i'm i am glad to see pompeo calling that shit out yeah uh, I'm, I'm liking pompeo i didn't know what to think about him before but I, he's he's growing on me but he's I'm growing still, on me as well i'm still I, my firstborn son i'm naming him rudy Rudy Giuliani Gonzalez. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. That's awesome. Best interest that they chose to behave that way. For all the focus back at the beginning of the Trump administration on incoming National Security Advisor Michael Flynn mm -hmm. and his phone calls and the talk <laughs> about the Logan Act, are you worried that that is happening now? I'm always worried when people are engaging in activity, speaking with foreign leaders in a way that represents thing that might be representing things that aren't true, or might be attempting to influence American foreign policy in ways that are inconsistent with what the law requires. Uh, you know the Logan Act. I, I know the Logan Act. I hope that all those folks who are out there having these conversations aren't violating that law. I'm sure the Department of Justice will be keeping a good eye on that for us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the Department of Justice will be keeping a good eye on that for us. Yeah, he, he seems to be going f um, further than he needs to go. You know what I mean? Like, he's def he seems to be attacking more. Like, if he was to play it smart, he just would have went with that first statement and been like, well, we're going to have, don't worry, Brett, we're going to have a smooth transition. We're, yeah. we're ready. American people are going to be safe. But he's fucking and... calling out Obama yeah, officials I mean, by name for trying to, and saying, like, the, <laughs> the, we're, uh, who do you say was going to be watching them for violating the Logan Act? Department of Justice. Department of Justice. Yeah. The so. DOJ, motherfucker. Now, at Fuck bar, me, I do not trust the DOJ. At all. <laughs> to the motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but okay, so Bar though, what about him? I don't trust that guy. I don't know. I don't know. I'm holding out hope because he didn't have that great statement about mail-in ballots and their potential for fraud. So. I feel like Barr's job is just to act like he's, like, doing the right thing, but then, like, never follow through. It's hard to know who to trust because there's so many fucking plants that yeah. act like they're on your side. <clears throat> but Barr was already kind of, like, he helped cover up some shit, dude. Like, fucking... With what? 9-11. Like, like, he was yeah. back during 9-11. He was doing shady shit with Bob Mueller. And then fucking yeah. Barr had, like... Wasn't he the one that just totally fucking... Botch Ruby there's gotta Ridge. Be some good guys. I mean, he got all those guys some, killed at Ruby Ridge. There's got to be some good guys that go. You know what? I was a part of this, but I recognize now that that what's was going on was corruption, and these people were right. bad. And now, now I want to do the right thing for the country. There's got to be some of those people out there, right? Or even people that maybe see which way the wind's blowing, and 
out of selfish reasons, just side with Trump and are loyal. That's the other thing, too, that really makes it seem like Trump has a good shot at getting this overturned because you would think if he didn't, these people would not be talking this way. Either that or they just know that day one they're not going to be, they're going to be relieved, right? So what's the point if, if they know mm. they're going to, you know, be replaced on day one? No, I like, I think your first idea must maybe a little more, makes more sense because if they thought Trump had no chance, then they would be probably just backing down because they don't want to get smashed by the yeah. boot of the establishment after Trump goes down. Well, here's the thing. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, the Republican party's not going to do If the Republican party is, has any goddamn brain cells, they're going to fight just as hard about this voter uh, fraud as Trump is, because this is going to, this affects Republican elections. This affects all these local fucking elections where we know this type of fraud's going on. So the Republican party, I think is going to fight this shit just as hard as trump is because this is something that's affecting the whole party you know not just trump like if you ever you ever want to see you know los angeles go red or california go red you're gonna have to solve this fucking problem <laughs> yeah wow. and go red mm -hmm. is in republican not ccp <clears throat> go red <laughs> go red is <laughs> <as> in <clears throat> every woman um, in california has a period at the same time i liked this uh Sky News clip that was pretty. I thought it was pretty funny. Just... Said Joe Biden. You've just told me. You've just told me Joe Biden is not the winner. So you are arguing it. Don't say you're not arguing not it. You are. He is, darling. I told you that he is not the president-elect of the United States, which he is not. He has not been certified by each state secretary of state, and the electoral college has not met yet. So if you want to be a proper Brit and be technical, those right. are the technicalities. You know, everyone. Okay, he is he is recognized. He is recognized as the president-elect uh, by Republican okay. president, former Republican okay. president, no, and by former Republican president George W. Bush. Fucking <laughs> 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 Bush. Bush. Bush said that Biden's president. Bush yeah. said so. Uh, by uh, admittedly Democratic President Bill Clinton, by four U.S. Uh, Republican senators, and by Democratic senators. Look, it's not a question. I know technically he hasn't been sworn in yet and the Electoral College hasn't met. We all know that. But we also know that any previous candidate other than Donald Trump would have admitted that he'd lost and conceded by now. So I guess what you're telling the viewer is that the mainstream media and big tech like Google, Facebook, and Twitter control the narrative and tell us what to think. I tell everyone at home, please watch the show Black Mirror because you're watching it right now. The media is gaslighting you. Think for yourselves and just let the democratic right. process play out. No one is saying that Joe Biden and, isn't going to ultimately... And what, and what, what, you're, what you're doing is encouraging people to indulge in baseless conspiracy theories. <laughs> and I put it to you again as someone, an attorney at law, uh, I find that an extremely uh, regrettable thing for you to be doing. Well, I hope you are never charged with a crime because if so, you would be convicted and guilty because no due process is entitled to anyone. Now, is it? <laughs> Do you listen to yourself ever and think, does anyone really believe what I'm saying? <laughs> so now we're going to insult me. For my opinion. No, I'm, ju I, I, I'm just asking you. I'm just asking you. You're, you're making a case. Uh, you've made a, you've made a series of statements of which have not had which have not had backing. And I spent three years in law school. This, and I passed look the at this exam, privileged and I did fucking so white male attacking this and in good poor. Faith, I'm in good standing. So I think you should have some deference and respect female. for the lady.
<laughs> dude, this is some toxic that masculinity. Owned. That dude got yeah. fucking owned. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> fucking that you British can't even, people. You can't. I mean, this is again. This is like where this whole conspiracy thing has gone to. Where now, if you just disagree with what CNN tells you, you're a cons- crazy, whacked out conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Let's not forget that they're wrong almost every goddamn time. Yeah, it's like, pretty. It's pretty fucking nuts. Like my fucking. It, it's it's created such a divide though because people like I have. More less friends, more family, but there's a mix of both that just when you it's like they just will they'll never. It doesn't matter what happens, like literally, I like they don't want to believe that there could be that much lying on that big of a scale, yeah. and because they don't want to believe that they they you they live in a bubble, and I think it's intentional because the you, it, the implications for believing that the media is that corrupt and lies that much is is a paradigm shift that they're just not fucking ready to have. And I think deep down there's a lot of that, that people just fucking know. And they're just like, I don't want to live in that reality, so I'm just going to pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. A lot and of these that people, has to be a factor. It's it's like trying to get a drug addict to quit doing drugs. You you can't do it. They have to make that decision themselves. Right. You know, maybe a little reverse psychology or something might be what you need to do but um yeah yeah it's it's just they don't want to shatter their world view they've built it up for so long it's you know i understand right you know, I'm, I'm pretty lucky in that regard that all of my family's you know catholic old school pro-life catholic not the new school pro-socialist baby killing catholics um yeah so yeah i mean my my whole family's very very right leaning, but you know, abortion's always been the big thing with my family. Um, and then my friends, you know, I, I do have some friends that went to college and they're basically Marxist now, but I don't really talk to them anymore. Most of the friends I still talk to are, you know, plumbers and regular people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that. And the college is definitely a factor because if I'm thinking of my friend groups, it's the people that went to college that are oh, fucking. Yeah. Like, just real, not takes, woke, but fake woke. It takes a rare type of person to make it through um, one of these universities and not give in to be accepted. Because you want to be accepted. You're going into a whole new place. You don't know anybody. You know, you're away from your parents for the first time. Like, you're going to do whatever it takes to get accepted, you know? That's a so, good point. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, my cousin went to university and actually kind of has woken up over the last year it's nice to see you know when someone kind of kind of starts to see the big picture in a way that's i wouldn't say it's accurate because we don't got all the answers but it's definitely a lot closer to what's really going on than what these uh crazy leftists think you know yeah and and it's the problem is the media it's like it's it's created like the people that don't trust the media trust it even less now but already didn't like way less and then the oh, people yeah. that do trust the media trust it even more like so it's the divide just on what we consider facts and truth to be has gotten way further apart than yeah. it used to be we used to be like as a country overall closer to 
believing what the truth is, but because the media has doubled down on their lies and people have doubled down on believing those lies and then tripled down the other side. Well, we just has got the another... opposite reaction. And it's just like, you, you can't even like, <clears throat> it's like dimension a dimension B like Scott Adams, no agenda to talk about. It's like two people watching the same screen, seeing two totally different movies. Yeah. And there's like, I just don't, you can't even like at this point, like it, can it be repaired enough to where, that we can have a conversation and you believe like some of the same things. Like I just don't see, I don't whole, see how that happens whole, at this point. The whole, the whole government apparatus has to get behind fixing this corruption and bringing it, bringing it to light to the point where you cannot deny it. Right. You know, and if you can get media to start acting fair, <laughs> start actually reporting news rather than propaganda like look a new uh, uh trending just popped up in, in twitter voter fraud of any kind is exceedingly rare in the u.s election experts confirm yes so yep. yeah i mean this is like they're constantly getting their worldview re reinforced <clears throat> by these by these sites and um it's because the sad. implication is terrifying that like they're being lied to on every platform that they interact with they couldn't all be in on it could they it's, that's the it's uh, not it's not if you flip it if you flipped it and it was republicans doing it they believe it so there's a lot of this is just team sports shit you know right it's like I, like i see this is like the one of the, the last left-wing journalists i follow because he followed me a while back mikhail thielen or something like that all he does all day long is just try to disprove right-wing conspiracies about uh you know election meddling or whatever and Who of course this? when uh Mikhail Thalen or something like that. I don't know who he is. He followed me one day, and I was like, "What's this journalist following me? Is he gonna write a hit oh. piece on me or something?" <laughs> so I, you know, I'm like, "Dude, it's scary when a left wing journalist follows you, because yeah. you're like, are you? What are you doing? Why are you following?" Oh uh, shit, dude. I mean, but after what Sam Hyde went through, I mean, I think we'll be all right. Sam Hyde fucking <laughs> had every left wing journalist writing about him and 4chan yeah. putting pictures that he was holding a gun. Uh, yeah, or that he was like pictures of him, like is it the Sandy Hook shooter and the Parkland shooter, <laughs> and then the FBI came to his fucking house. So that's like yeah. worst case scenario. But like Sam Hyde also in most cases, his... if a left wing journalist writes an article about you, all it does is get you like more attention in a good way. Dude, I, I can tell you, Sam Hyde's not happy about losing his dream show. You know, they 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 got him canceled. Like that that was a that was heartbreaking for Sam Hyde, man. Like that was their dream to have a. That fucking was heartbreaking show. for me. I fucking love. Yeah. Show. I know, man. Like, so you know, fuck these guys. I, this is my thing. I see a left wing journalist following me. And my 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 thoughts are, okay, he wants me deplatform. He's he, you know, because to me it's like I'm surprised they haven't already came after me because I create out of context comedy. So that makes me um, a purveyor of uh, false news or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they can spin oh, the context really? to make my content dangerous. Well, if, if they don't like me, yeah context they can man manipulate it however they want you know like they can they can take out the, the the comedy of it and just go oh look this guy's just uh creating you know fake videos and making it look like uh joe rogan is a rapist and uh you know and he's, <laughs> he made it look like biden <laughs> biden's uh election uh strategy is to kill people and you know and, you know what i mean like you i can, guess i get what you're saying you know I've had it. I get it all the time. Every day I get intentionally ignoring people. humor to paint. It's like, you're right. It's what they did to fucking Sam Hot. 
I see comments every day from people who hate my guts because I, I, I take things out of context. And it's like... Wait, but they don't... Okay, wait a minute. That's like all you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't Why understand would they it. Be, how could they not... Ex do they just not understand it's a joke? Or? I don't know. I mean, I could go into my Facebook messages feed and, and start reading off all the shit in my spam. But, um, yeah, it's just people get angry as fuck at me because... I make uh, their their hero Joe Rogan look bad, and they think. But I Joe mean, Rogan I, fucking thinks it's funny. I, did, did they not I know. I mean, they don't. They don't know that. They just think a lot of them. A lot crazy. of them are right. A lot of them are right wingers, who think I'm some leftist trying to hurt uh, Alex Jones or or, you know, it was it got really bad when remember Joe was going to do the election um, debate. He mm -hmm. he, and then I I released a Joe Rogan video. I forgot which one it was, the Miley Cyrus one or the one with Annie Lederman where he's you know trying to fuck her and then eats her. Um, you know they're all saying I I was doing it to uh, discredit Joe Rogan so that he won't host the election. And, and I'm oh like, my god, you gotta just... ignore those fucking people. That's no, but I'm t I'm just telling you that's a, that's a reality. There's a a huge that's group insane. of people who don't distinguish what I do as just a joke. They see it as fake news, right? You know, they see it as dangerous. I'm just as bad as CNN. Yeah. It's like, well, it's, I'd I, say I would say ninety percent of those people. It's probably your first video that they've seen, or their oh, yeah. first video of yours they'd seen. Yeah, but then they, see, like, they do, no they do start flagging like my you're... shit though, because I had uh, I had the other, the other day I had this dude who was like, I'm gonna flag all your shit, and then I look on <laughs> I look asshole. on Facebook and like six of my videos are demonetized. What the. Yeah, and it's like, and and they've been sitting waiting for a review, just just out of nowhere overnight, right after you said that. So I think you know, if you go and start flagging people's videos, they'll demonetize your shit just to be safe. Yeah. You know how these fucking people are. So, yeah, it'd be nice if these big tech systems fix this flagging shit. Because when you become a big channel, you know, it becomes a big problem. <laughs> yeah. Because you're always gonna have that. haters, and the bigger you are, the more haters you're gonna have. And if they all decide to start flagging your shit. I mean, YouTube sometimes will just remove your shit if you get a lot of flags, and then you got to go figure out how to bring it back up, you know? And good luck with well, that. Well, yeah. Some, con I don't know, some, like, your content never gets, like, I mean, okay, sometimes it's it's pretty it's pretty dark, but usually I can't imagine, like, it actually being anything that would get, uh, Besides Alex okay. Jones, actually, Alex Jones would be. Get yeah, you I'm surprised that doesn't get you flagged more. I've been, I, I've only been hit for one Alex Jones video, and That's that right. was the the Bill Gates part two, where he calls for the military to put him to death. <laughs> <laughs> he calls for people to be executed by the military. Uh, I'm not going to do George this. Washington I'm one, where he's out. like, George Washington would have a stack of. <laughs> death warrants or whatever yeah yeah exactly that's one little part of it but yeah it's a it's about like the whole third like the whole last act is yeah. him calling for people to be put to death and Dude, one um, of the but i don't think that was it things. i think what was it was oh. him talking about starving african children and me doing that real long slow zoom in of the starving african kids i think that was too powerful again too powerful of propaganda against the lockdown i honestly think that that's what yeah, made him pull you're right. down. Yeah, and that's the, like, you said some, you 
like some people commenting thought you were trying to like discredit Alex Jones or something or take him out of context. He's but it's hilarious. Like, I, I, the number I one think, goal of my videos is to make you laugh, and I, sometimes right. I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to have a little statement in there that's pro Alex Jones, but then that's not my goal though. My goal is not to yeah. make Alex Jones look good or make anybody look good. That's what my I was going to say. My goal is to make a like, funny video, and people just, right. I wish people would understand that. Like I, I try my hardest to leave my politics out of my content, and just go okay. Where nobody's coming here to hear my political opinion, people want to laugh. So that's that's my goal. And and if I can make something where somebody can laugh and not feel like I'm attacking their left wing or right wing politics, <laughs> that's that's what I want to do. Because right, even though I'm far right and all that shit, I don't. I'm not Vic Berger. Vic Berger is this little fucking bitch that every video is a political hit piece now. That's it didn't like, used to be like that, man. No, it didn't. Like, and and I never want to be that. You know, Vic if, just if I turned, yeah. You know, when Victor's I get on these podcasts crazy. and I do I do live podcasts, it's hard not to talk politics because it's such a such a powerful thing going on in society right now. But. Oh, yeah. I mean, this it's especially like in Kurt with COVID and everything. It's like you can't really not talk about it. It's pretty yeah. much front and center. Well, even if I try but... not to, you know, if I start reading my comments or if I start reading my <laughs> chat, which I, I, I do when I when I do live podcasts on Utah, I'll read my chat and. People will start asking me about politics, and it's like if I say, "Oh, I don't want to talk about it," then it becomes a thing where people go, well, "Why don't you want to talk about it?" You know, <laughs> then it becomes yeah. a bigger thing. <clears throat> so, you know, and I'm and I'm passionate because I think we're in a very dangerous place right now where people need to be awake to the danger. So it's, you know, I want to talk to talk about it. So it's a it's a difficult situation where I don't want to, I want to just entertain people, but at the same time you know the country's falling apart all around us you know so but yeah and that's that's what i was going to say about your alex jones videos specific and there's like certain other ones um but alex is the best example because it's like they're hilarious and then you all like you do a really good job of not yeah you can't really tell like for the longest time i couldn't really tell if you were like just fucking hated alex jones or <laughs> or what because it and or just loved him i couldn't tell yeah, that's and that's like, like that's no yeah. that means you did a really good fucking job because they were so fucking hilarious and yeah. so good and then I'd be, I'd be watching i'd be like yeah it was like you could have yeah you you don't want to be able you don't want to have an agenda and then you definitely don't in those videos because they're fucking I, it's they're funny because i get the, the the most hardcore of hardcore info warriors are always <laughs> pissed off at me they think everything's a, they they don't see see it the way you do. Like they'll watch, uh, you know, Alex Jones versus Ben Shapiro or Alex Jones versus Young Turks, and I put like um, children's music over Alex Jones's rants. Yeah. And they, I still get messages this day. Why did you put children's music under Alex but not the Young Turks? It made it funny. Yes, exactly because it it was because it made it funnier. Like yeah, Alex was was singing and like. The, the 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 dialogue the has to fit the does, music he's like, <laughs> like fake typing oh my god yeah yeah like i tried to find some music that added to the young turks but they were just so goddamn boring <laughs> that i thought it just brought out the boringness and, and lameness of it to just <laughs> leave it with no music and then you cut it's back to perfect. alex and and it's this beautiful symphony and him just fucking r ripping shit up and and it's just it was the the juxtaposition of these boring stuffy fucking losers and this massive fucking entertainer who's just fun to watch, you know. Hilarious. But they like, don't see it that way. They see either. it as, you know, I'm I'm making Alex look like a, a dumbass. It's like, no, I'm, come on, man. I mean, well, you, do, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I guess you're you you definitely need um. You can't like treat Alex like 
he doesn't deserve to be mocked sometimes. <laughs> I mean, he does ridiculous <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's exactly. like the the one where he. Uh, I think your video people should check it out if they would see it. The Alex Jones breaks up with Donald Trump. Had me oh, fucking yeah. roll. I've watched that one a handful of times. That one has me rolling every time. He was so toasted for we that. Tried time. so hard. You could tell it, like the whole st- <laughs> the whole staff was out having uh, some drinks, and then all of a sudden they had to they called. Some- Alex was probably drunk. Like, oh, we got to do an emergency meeting. Where we're going to we're going to war with Syria. God damn it, World War Three, fucking Trump. And everybody's like, you could see Owens like he just pulled him out of bed. You know, and he can't even keep his eyes open. And Alex is there, like, drunk, ranting. He's angry at Trump. That, that, that is so good. It's like, I don't care what you think about Alex. The entertainment level of that is just unparalleled. Without me editing it, just on its own, yeah. if you were to watch that it's, weird-ass stream it's that just showed up. better editing, but, yeah, the actual video itself. That's the thing about Alex is, like, it's fucking – I laugh my ass off just listening to fucking him go off. Like, fucking yesterday when he went <laughs> – he went off, started screaming about like having like we're really gonna be ruled by a fuck grip keeper. And he started scre- just like incoherently screaming the other day for like a fucking solid thirty seconds, and I was just like this. And then out to break with the ah. It's yeah, like- he, <laughs> it's it's a lot of theater in it, man. Like pe- people like, like, and this is one thing Alex Jones fans, the, the diehard ones, don't want to admit. You know, is that there's a lot of theater to what Alex is doing. Alex is not. That's why it's so fucking good. That's why people. I mean, Alex knows that there's there's the listener who's the 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 hardcore fucking, you know, Walmart fucking prison camps popping up everywhere. You know that type of listener. The false flags are fucking everything's a false flag type of listener. And then there's there's the guys who found Alex through like place boying and Vic Vic Burger memes who who watch for when Alex gets funny, and he gets theatrical and he starts to do his impressions. And and uh, so he's he's trying to please both sides of that audience, and he knows he's got to turn up the entertainment. If you know that's that's what puts people, you know, it's going oh, to because if you really I, want to I get like the information Alex, out I there, get, I sometimes get good information from Infowars. Sometimes it's not good, yeah. but sometimes I get like, oh, I didn't know that, and I look at it as true. Yeah. So yeah. I, I value Alex as a news source. But if he was fucking, but if he was boring, I would not watch it. It's like I might as well yeah, watch exactly. like Ben Shapiro. It's, well, it's the way know. to get the, it's it's a way to get people because yeah if, if it's just him being serious and stuffy people are going to tune out but because of the entertainment he gets the message out to more people than he ever would have if he wasn't entertaining at the same time i think he was that was real fucking tears of that night bomb series oh yeah, Trump bomb series. Oh, yeah. He, like, <laughs> he means shit. it's not like it's, it's it's theatrical but it's also like he'll let it he'll like He'll let his emotions just run amok and then regret it. Yeah, probably yeah, the no, alcohol but, has a lot to do with that. But. but he is trained. I don't know if he's had professional <laughs> training in theater, you know, like stage acting, and but he he's, he has the ability to be be a professional actor, and that doesn't mean he doesn't believe what he's saying. It just means he knows how to up the entertainment value as he delivers what he's saying. You know, right? Like it's 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 a choice to go. Well, uh, Trump sold us out. Where to go? God damn it! I would I would suck a dick before I'd sell out to fucking. You know what I mean? Like you know this. this he did. But that was him just being drunk and real. I don't think he Golf was doing any. Golf ball through a garden hose is a good line. Yeah. 
I will suck a, a golf ball through a garden hose before I sell out this country. I haven't been in bed with no man. I've been in bed with about 300 women. If I like men, I'd be proud of it. I'd have a line of them. I like women, damn it. Dude, this, that, that rant, okay, like, this can't be true. There's certain things Alex says where it's like, this has to be bullshit. Where he's yeah, like, no, I don't... by the age of 15, I had already slept with, it's actually shameful, I'm not bragging. He's like, I already slept with 150 women, conservatively. Yeah. And I was dating college girls at the age of 15. I was a man. I'm like, yeah. what, who are you? If that's, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I guess don't, that's possible. With Alex, because I didn't ever, see, when I start, first started making stuff, it wasn't always about being out of context. I kind of evolved to that to 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 piss off. <laughs> Basically, I had a war with Ben Pixel, Joe Rogan's um, team. They were, they kept copyright claiming all my videos, right? So I was like, okay, well, let me see how fucked up I can make this, right? So uh, eventually, I sent him one, and I was like, oh, so you're saying this happened? You know, because if you if you're copyright claiming my video, you're saying it's not transformative. I haven't created and added anything new. So you're saying that Joe Rogan really wanted to fuck Duncan Trussell and and basically, you know, like, so I yeah. started making them as bad as I could, but I never had to do that with Alex because Alex is not, he, he don't care. Like, you can share his stuff, you know? You oh, just, yeah, he makes it totally clear. Yeah, yeah. so I just was like, well, let me make the funniest video I can. Like, with Joe, I got to always think about how I can create new context and be transformative so I don't, so I can feel like, you know, I'm not going to get, fall into that where they don't think it's transformative enough and they start claiming my shit which i think that might have just been they got 30 guys going around looking for joe rogan they see joe rogan's face like oh that, that's joe rogan clip and just claiming it not even watching right. it and you know and that's another downside the choice i made back in the day to, to, to kind of make it not like uh uh much dank where everything's so clear cut each cut is a is a jump cut that's right in your face and you can see where the the, the lines are spliced with the other lines I wanted to make it feel like you're watching a scene in a movie, which, you know, that that might trick somebody into thinking that something's not edited if they're kind of not really on their toes, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that kind of made it harder for me with the the copyright claim stuff, you know, because they would just think it was an actual clip from Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think it does like ha having to do that for those is part of what makes them like so outrageous and funny is because you really have since you're like trying to make it is totally not what they said yeah it, yeah the absurdity factor goes way up so it pays off yeah, it's, it's what they said but just recontextualize into the worst possible context that you could have <laughs> you know like I, I, I love how much joe talks in what is it second person or, or or whatever where he'll be like yeah it's, it's like i hate people who who uh who fucking park in handicap spots i'll be like hey you fucking asshole stop parking <laughs> in the fucking handy spot you know it's like dude that's yeah. perfect thank you hey you fucking asshole all right yeah. i guess the line i can make it seem like you were calling your guest a fucking asshole you yeah know, so it's just you know anyway it's fun but it's it's a lot of work man i mean at some point i'd i'd, no, you put, I'd, yeah, you put I'd like to do I'd like Draw. to do some something, some other stuff. Like I'd, I'd love to do my own like series or something, you know, where I could actually write my own lines and not have to, not have to steal yeah. them. Yeah. Or yeah, like a a cartoon would be awesome if you could team up with somebody. That's what I've always wanted to do. I tried. Just like, animators are like hard to come by though. And I, yeah, I took two so years of work. Flash, and Flash was obsolete before I finished my second year. <laughs> I'm so picky too, man. Like the the one animator I worked with for that um, Joe Rogan cartoon, the 800 pound gorilla one, mm -hmm. he was pretty good and all, but 
like, he just didn't deliver on what I wanted, you know, like I, I would get half of what I, what I'd asked for, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, but he did the best he could. Just one guy animating, you know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fucking work, you know? Yeah. So unless you have the money to, to, to budget out paying a fuckload to animators or you do it yourself and then, you know, it take you forever to put out a video, you know, I don't know, man, I'm not an animator, but I imagine it would take a while to create good animation. No. Yeah. Big time. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't well, know. I Anim- think, uh, I didn't realize how long we've been going, been going a while, man. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Oh, it's already packed. Yeah. No worries, man. But, Having uh, fun. Yeah. Dude, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's always a blast talking to you and I'll, uh, I'll link everything. People cool. can find your videos in the old show notes. Yeah. Send me anything else I'm trip. missing. You can search at ping trip. Yeah. P-I-N-G-T-R-1-P. 1-P. You can find me. Yep. Where the, where the I is a 1. Yeah, um, the, the, the trip is I a got, 1. <laughs> I got a uh, final clip to leave you on. And after you're gone, for anyone else listening, I'll play some... Because uh, you and I, Ping, already have heavily both looked into the voter fraud. But I'll have some clips about it afterwards that people can hear if they're still not convinced that some shady happened. <laughs> But this is a good clip. It's real shorty. Um, did cool. you see Mayor de Blasio's daughter? Yeah, he, she said that they stole it, right? But she <laughs> yes. might, I, I didn't listen to the clip, but when I saw it, I said, well, that's, I mean, she could mean in the context, like, you know, that they just, they, they were underdogs, right? Because people do that all she the time. She immediately like, freaks out when she says, uh, I'll, I'll play oh, the audio and I'll. Yeah, so that's I should have watched it. So she she says steal, yeah. and then she she goes steal, and then her eyes get wide. And she goes steal, like a question. No, win. <laughs> and it was like, and then yeah. she goes sorry, and she waves her arm very dramatically. And so yeah, I was like, it's, she, it's not it's I'm, not necessarily anything, but it is for, just one of those beautiful little truth wants to come out moments. It's like when Biden says that, he set up the. It's like I know he didn't mean yeah. that he set up the biggest election fraud organization, yeah. but that's why they call it a Freudian slip. Yeah, like, it's one of those things that, like, if you already are on our side, you go, yeah, we know what the fuck you meant. But if you're on the left, it's not going to work for them, right? We, we well, need, no, we of need, course not. We need shit that works on them, too, to where no matter what, you can't spin it. Like, we, like, we need to catch Joe Biden uh, sticking his dick in a fucking Cocker Spaniel or something like that and just get 10 minutes of video of that. So They'll say no that's a deep can... fake, though. Yeah, they'll be like, it's a deep fake. Did you know? <laughs> There's nothing you, you can do anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Did you notice how many, like, uh, when all the Epstein stuff was going on, like Hillary and Obama and fucking all these people were out there, uh, Bill Gates and all these people were like, just on this campaign warning about deep fakes. Yeah. It was like everything, like, don't trust anything. It could be a deep fake. That didn't last very long. I guess it kind of stopped after Epstein died. It does kind of suck. But the thing is, though, you can still prove whether something is a deep fake. You, right, so, but so you can say it's a deep fake or not, but under real, oh, you shit. know, scrutiny, down. under right. proper scrutiny or forensic evaluation or whatever the fuck you'd have to do, you can prove that shit. 
So there's no, there's, you know, yeah, you know sure, but they like it was. They can still obfuscate the truth, obviously, you know. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of things get proved in court that people still don't believe. Like fucking. Listen, they're all goddamn lizard people. That's what's <laughs> going on here. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, who was it? Somebody proved that in court that they're all lizard people. <laughs> uh, who? You got to tell me about that. Uh, it was uh, Dan Bartaroni. He won a second. court case that proved that they were all lizard <laughs> people? just made up that name. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you take it easy, man, and you too, uh, brother. hope to talk to you again soon. And Yeah. Appreciate you having man, me the, on, man. Uh, 79 days of hell has been, or I guess 69 left. Hey, <laughs> uh, it's been it's been fun. So, oh no, I wouldn't call it fun, but yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Thanks, All right, bro. man. Thanks again. I have fun. We keep hearing the drumbeat of where is the evidence? Right here, Sean. 234 pages of sworn affidavits. These are real people, real allegations, signed with notaries who are alleging the following, among other contentions. They are alleging this is one county, Wayne County, Michigan. They are saying that there was a batch of ballots where 60% had the same signature. They are saying that 35 ballots uh, had no voter record, but they were counted anyway. That 50 ballots were run multiple times through a tabulation machine uh, that one woman said her son was deceased but nevertheless somehow voted uh, these are one of many many allegations in one county in a county no less where a poll watchers were in many cases threatened with racial harassment. Uh, they were pushed out of the way and Democrat challengers were handing out documents how to distract GOP challengers. These are real and anyone who cares about transparency and the integrity of the system should want this to pursue to the discovery phase. In Pennsylvania, Nevada and Michigan, the Trump campaign has now collected signed affidavits that attest to criminal activity during the voting process. In the city of Detroit, witnesses have alleged under oath that ballots were improperly backdated and counted without matching signatures. One poll watcher alleges that 40,000 late unsealed absentee ballots were counted orally and all of them went for Democrats. In the state of Nevada, eight whistleblowers from within the Nevada Election Department say they witnessed voter fraud abetted by other election officials and by their supervisors. According to one affidavit, a poll worker saw people bringing handfuls of ballots to a Biden-Harris campaign van. Those ballots were then filled out at the van, placed in return envelopes. Eventually, Biden supporters formed a wall to block outsiders from seeing what they were doing. Meanwhile, according to voting records, people who were not even alive still somehow managed to vote on Tuesday. In New York, deceased voters cast absentee ballots. On October 9th in Nevada, a man called Fred Stokes Jr. mailed in his vote. The only problem was Fred Stokes Jr. died three years ago at the age of 92. The Republican Party of Nevada says it is aware of hundreds of other potential cases of dead people casting ballots. In Pennsylvania, records show turnout from several people who were born in the 19th century. They apparently rose from their graves to vote. Now, all of that is real. We spent all weekend checking it. 